What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. Shout out to the Nasty Boys. And that's you. Shout out to the Ten Toes Up Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Radamus. You in the Desert Storm Bunker with Seagat Allah, the eight-time, 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 the monetized champion of YouTube, the realist. Of the real, and we're gonna get into today's show. I appreciate everybody for being here, and it is the weekend. What that mean? What does the weekend mean? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It is the weekend, and anyway, what's up with y'all? I hope y'all have a great weekend today. Have your bell money ready. If you out there on these streets acting a fool, all right, we don't want you out here acting a fool. But anyway, we got a great show today. We potentially might have Halle Berry confirmed. A future OnlyFans woman. We might have Halle Berry. Do not be surprised if Halle Berry joins the OnlyFans crowd. All right. We also going to have the main event topic here. The game gun changed. Why is far time for us to let go of the 1990s? Back in the 1990s, it's ironic to have you a second act chronic. All right. All right. Shout out to Dale, the homo, funky homo sapien. All right. But anyway, we got a great show today. We're going to get into that. And we got other great topics, man. It's going to be an interesting show. As you guys know, there's no evening show on Fridays. So this one might extend very long. If you want to see the timestamps, they'll be they'll be available about an hour after today's show. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can also super chat on the Notorious, new, 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 the new Notorious, because I'm the eight time, eight time, eight time. The Notorious CGA channel super chat capabilities over there. And as you know, the stream will be deleted shortly after because YouTube is always looking for me to do something silly all right so anyway they always looking for a reason they wake up give me the reason to love you back how can i love you again yeah don't you know tell me how how to forgive and forget give me the reason to love you now yeah they be looking for a reason yeah cga knows dale dale the funky homo, funky homo sapien all right uh, anyway, man, shout out to Dale, D-E-L. Uh, we got a great show. I mean, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show so we don't waste no time. Albert Wesker says, I missed the 1990s too, but I live in the now. Free agent lifestyle for life. All right, we're going to tell you, man, we're going to tell you about these 1990s, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually give you a good comparison. I'm going to give you a comparison as to why we need to move on. You know what I mean? We'd be stuck. You know what I mean? Like, we used to be stuck. We used to be stuck like um, stuck like Chuck. Yeah, we used to be stuck. I'll, I'll talk about that later. Uh, TJ Ship, the chopper says, we the, we the 90s. He said, but we the 90s. We the 90s. Right, the 1990 now. Yes, indeed. Ed says, don't get caught off guard by layoffs. 
The WARN Act allows you to see what companies are planning layoffs six months before they start. Interesting. Thank you for sharing that for our audience there. So apparently there's an act called the WARN Act. I'm, I'm assuming companies just cannot lay people off. They can't just announce uh, a month prior. Hey, I, I guess they have to give people warnings. They have to give a warning system. So don't get caught off guard by layoffs. And when I talk about the 90s and the game don't change, we're not just talking about uh, women and dating, but we're always going to talk about that. There's other things that we thought in the 1990s was going to be how you apply yourself. You're going to find out that some of these things that we did in the 90s or do not apply today. It do not. It does not fly. It does not fly. And us old dudes need to just move to the side. You know what I mean? Or adapt and overcome. All right. But a lot of things, what we used to do in the 90s, that goes for employment. <laughs> that goes for college. All right. I'm going to show you the evidence. That goes for all of that shit. All right. That shit does not fly. All that hammer dancing and all that. You can't get up there and MC hammer dance today. Ebrock says coffee for the weekend. Appreciate you, brother. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? And Mr. Apple says shout out to Uganda. All right. Uganda is not taking no shit. They like do not come around here. We don't want to hear none of that. And I don't know why people button our nose in the business there. They over there in Eastern Africa. What do they have to do with us? They like do not bring that shit over here. We going to hit that shit backwards. All right. Uganda. All right. Uganda, man, ain't playing. The only thing I knew about Uganda is Kamala was allegedly billed from his 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 uh his his uh his uh billing was from Uganda. All right, to where we at here, man. Let's check out on Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. If anybody wanted to make an early contribution, all right, all right, we got uh, Cash App love. Let me see, uh, let me see. We that love, love. We got J Flow says you used to, you used to dance battle for peace leave in the nineties. Yeah, you used to do that back in the 80s and 90s, late 80s, because my time, my time frame of my young adolescence into adulthood was 1987 to 1996, right? Well, no, 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 1998. That's when I kind of went from middle school to college, the, 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 the start of middle school to the completion of college. That is your young adulthood, young adolescence. That is a very pivotal time in your in your life. So, yeah. You know what I mean? We used to get out there, you know, and listen to push it, get up on the girls, push it good. You know what I mean? We used to do all that in the middle school dances and all that. Push it real good. And then that evolved into all of that shit. You know, you look at that shit now. That's a all oh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> you was trying to rub up on the girls in the biker shorts. Yeah, and them biker shorts. So yeah, man, that was a good time. It was a good time. It ain't coming back, though. It ain't coming back. All right, yeah, you know, the gangs used to get out there and break dance. They used to be part-time break dancers and b-boys. And then, you know, when the night came down, they'd be like, warriors, come out and play. <laughs> All right, shout out to uh, Dooski. He says, what's good for the weekend? We doing it again. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, he says, uh, I work six days a week, so no weekend for me. Yeah, man. He says, I can't. I can do that later in life. But, but 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 you should do another show on health. That was helpful information. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, we'll get that going. We'll get that going. And then we asked Jay Cool. Jay Cool. <laughs> Somebody could still do the running, man. All right. Uh, Coach, do you have a free agent lifestyle gym workout shirt available? I used to sell tank tops, but not anymore. I don't even know if they have 
that anymore. But he says also polygyny may be making a comeback, but I could never do something like that, regardless of the fact that my income could never support multiple women. All right. Yeah, it's that's pretty tough. Even a lot of polygamists can't support their families. You know, the people in Utah, they'd be graping the welfare system out there. I'm like, you got eight wives and 48 children. Like, there shouldn't be welfare available to you. You made that decision. All right. My YouTube page just reset for some reason. All right. I don't even know. I didn't even touch the damn thing. But that doesn't mean anything. I see I'm still up and alive and ready to go. So let's get the show started with the early topics. All right. And we're going to go to topic number one, which is, oh, enjoy your lab cloned product meats. We've been telling you about this. Some of the best delicacies will go to the elites. And I actually been telling you there's people that have already reserved steaks into the future. Because they already know that y'all be going to be eating that good meat coming up here. Apparently, you normies, you chicken box out here, you oxygen thieves, and you knuckle draggers. All right, yes. When you go and get your fast food, <laughs> I'm sure that Popeye's chicken going to be that good meat. All right, the FDA, the FDA. Let me give you an FDA. New, 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 new world order. The FDA. And Billy Gates and all of these people have approved lab-grown good meat chicken products, making the meat safe to eat. Oh, my Lord. New, 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 new world order. Oh, humanity. Well, this is interesting. And, of course, we're going to get this. This chicken is never going out of style. You know, you buy some chicken in the grocery store and you let it sit in the refrigerator for four days. You open that shit up. Woo, wait. All right. I don't think this chicken's going out. All right, this chick is going out. So as you see, we're on a collision course to crickets. All right, for sure. We've already been warning you of this for a little while now. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration. New, 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 new world order. It says issued a no questions response to good meat. Marking the company's lab grown chicken products safe to eat. You guys need to really, really get on your grind here. Quote, we have no questions at this time regarding Good Meat's conclusion that foods comp comprised of or containing cultured chicken cell material are as safe as comparable foods produced by other methods, the FDA said in a March 20 letter to the company. And the FDA's letter cleared a crucial step. All right, clears a crucial step in bringing Good Meats to restaurants and retails in the United States. New, 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 new world order. All right. So you guys got to be ready. Like if you go to, if you're going to like, you know, I'm not going to name restaurants because I don't want them on my neck. But if you're going to restaurants that have these products, I, I mean, first of all, let me just say this. All right. Let me just say this. There is highly likely you've been already eating shit like this. I'm just letting y'all know. Because some of these chicken products that I've been eating, you know, at some of these restaurants, I'd be like, this is some funny ish. All right. But of course, yeah, no, nah, I'm just letting y'all know. Yeah, we he says we've been uh, we we go. You've been already eating it. Now is just the reason for them to say, hey, we just going to push this product. Right. You don't know what you be eating. Like even the smell, the aftertaste be like. <laughs> all right. Yeah, if I name them, I'll have to be coming up off some money. So I'm not about to name the restaurants. But there's several restaurants that y'all can go to that you probably been eating this already. 
All right. But anyway, the FDA move comes just months after Upside Foods received the FDA's first regulatory green light to sell cultivated meat, poultry, and seafood in November 2022. Send it. Send it. Hey, man, it's crazy out there. And the Good Foods plans to initially sell its products at the 30 restaurants owned by the world-renowned chef and humanitarian Jose Andres. All right, shout out to you. And there it is right there. Um, whether you're on whatever side of the argument you're on, information is good information. So you might be saying, this is good. We don't be needing to eat these slaughtered meats anyway. You might be saying something like that. Well, I like my beef slaughtered. All right, let me tell you. I like my steak real beef. All right, now, if you don't like it, have at it. But for me, I know what I want. Anyway, and I and I hope we're here to educate men about the process. By the way, when you start tippy-toeing, like if you have children and your children start eating this and somehow every day they wake up and this is their theme song, then you're going to really figure out and put two and two together, all right? As you see, the more soy we've been getting, the more lab-oriented and cloned meat we eaten, the more false foods that we've been eating and lab-created foods that we've been eating, the more estrogen we've been consuming, all these boys running around here on their tippy toes. So just so you know, the secret is in the food. It is what it is. You know what I mean? It is. <laughs> all right, man, listen, because those two, those two things go together, all right? Highly likely go together. So when you wonder why Generation Alpha running around here on they tippy toes, you know what I mean? The little limp wristed and whatnot. Hey, you do what you do, but you're not born that way. Sometimes you're fed that way. It's all in the food. It's all in the food, man. Listen, let's get back to the show. You'd be like, I wasn't born this way. No, you weren't. You were fed this way, but it is what it is. Do you. Do you. But if your kid come out looking like that. <laughs> All right, anyway, look, man, watch what you eat out here. Speaking of eating, the rapists are back at it again. Uh, we got a great video that we want to show you about the therapist industry right now that they all try to push you in the door. You don't need to be hurt to go to with the rapist. All right, listen. All right, but here it is right here of this McMahon meme. <laughs> Therapists, when seeing a girl with blue hair walking in. Oh, no, man, this is just all the humanity. All right, man, stop it with the bullshit, man. Wait, what is this, man? <laughs> oh, man, this is terrible, man. Like, who kind of who put this meme out? <laughs> this is the truth right here. You know it's the truth. Not only that, a feminist, a woman, you know what I mean? A woman coming in, a divorced mother, all right? A teenager who are hooked on TikTok. All right, a woman with a bull nose earring. All right, there's always the there's always the telltale a black woman. There's always the telltale sign of a therapist who was about to get their bills paid. All right, shout out to all the therapists making that money. Go, hey, listen, I ain't gonna knock your hustle. Yeah, a reading rainbow. Somebody want to change their gender? Therapist gonna get paid. Yep, girl with a chest tattoo, any woman under 20, therapist about to make money. You know what I mean? A white woman, a white woman that, that got divorced, therapist is like, yo, send me my money. 
therapist is like, yo. I got money. They about to get a boat. Yep. They about to pay off their student loans. A liberal, a Democrat. Mm. You about to get paid up in this mother sucker. <laughs> All right. Look at ah. They like $220 times 511 sessions. Mm. How much is that? They calculate it. I'm rich, bitch. Yeah, they rich, bitch. They like, Lord, thank you. A Democratic liberal. Yes, I'm about to get paid. <laughs> a nerdy chick, gone. You know what I mean? A promiscuous introvert, money. All right, a promiscuous introvert hooked on TikTok, an OnlyFans girl. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> my man about to be paid, or my woman. Yep, she, she about to get paid. Referrals. All right, sponsored by Pfizer. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> anyway, man, well, look, let's follow up on this. Where's your money going? Speaking of your money, we've been telling you that 100K ain't 100K no more. You know what I mean? In about five to seven years, 100K, you're going to need 250K. It's just a, it's just a thing here. All right, you're going to need a 250K. But we said in the top, top, the top five places where 100K depreciates the most, obviously, New York, New York. All right, Honolulu, Hawaii. It's very expensive to live in Honolulu or any place in Hawaii. People think it's cheap to go to Hawaii. It's very expensive. You got San Francisco, California. Um, you know, the home of the uh the home of the San Francisco treat. Everybody would know that. Washington, DC, and then Long Beach, California. You just put Los Angeles. And they're also going to give us the places where 100K goes a long way. So you have somebody, normally in my comment section, I make 100K coach and I live like a king. And I always say what? You live in Lubbock, Midland, Paducah, Columbus. It ain't the same. So we're going to give you five cities where 100K goes a long way. All right. And so we're going to read them off as a suggestion where 100K goes a long way. All right. First, first city up. Memphis, everybody cover your ears in Memphis. First city up, Memphis, Tennessee. Now, first of all, let me just tell you, they're not talking about Young Dolph's Memphis. They're not talking about Young Dolph, Memphis. They're talking about Tupelo, Mississippi. Mm. <laughs> Memphis. All right, let me go to Memphis. That's the, that's the last place. That's the last place that I'm going to freaking go with my 100K. They are talking about Mississippi. They're, they're not talking about Memphis. They're talking about Oxford, Mississippi. Talking about some Memphis. What What Memphis? What What Memphis? The place where they shot up Young Dolph at the cookie store in Memphis? Hell no. What, hey, what part of Memphis they talking about? Anyway, Memphis, man, they going to be like, come on, Memphis. Uh, they be like, come on, coach, get off of Memphis's neck. All right, um, El Paso, Texas. Oh, El Paso, freaking Texas. And I meant to show you this. Yeah, he got a young Dolph getting Swiss cheesed up, walking around, riding around in his, his camouflage Lambo. That's where you want me to go? I doubt it. Mm. All right, let me see here. Now, let's pull up uh, a picture of El Paso, Texas, <laughs> uh, where every woman looks the same. All right, not Kaylee style, the same. All right, they actually look all like the same skin color, all jet black hair. All right, so let's pull up, let's pull up a picture of 
of um El Paso, Texas. Holy mackerel. All right. I've been to El Paso several times. I got to get a good. Let me see something. I got to get a good picture. Got to get a good picture of it. Uh, let's see here. This I, I don't know why, man. I should have had this prepared. I should have had this prepared. Oh, I don't have it. I don't even have a good picture. I should have. I should have taken. I should have taken my time. But if you don't know, El Paso shares a border. El Paso is the border town of Southern Texas. It's one of the biggest border towns. And across across the freeway is Juarez, Mexico. Okay. Across the street, I'm going to give you a good indicator here. So if you're on the I-10 in El Paso, what you're going to see is across the street is going across the street. So you're on the freeway. On this side is El Paso. On this side is Juarez. Now, I want you to look up the safety record in Juarez, Texas. (laughs) Dude, they was finding bodies with heads chopped off in Juarez. All right, El Paso's a nice, fine little town there. But you can't even, yo, Juarez is dangerous, Sean. All right, all right, this is the best. This is this is a good picture of it. This will give you an indicator of El Paso, Texas. All right, there you go right here. So there you go right there. So on one side, you're in El Paso. On the other side, you're literally in a war zone, Juarez. All right, you don't want to be in El Paso and go, you used to be able to go across there. I mean, you can still go across there. You can go across there and party. All right, but uh, yo, I would not suggest moving to El Paso, Texas. All right, El Paso, Texas. I mean, you're literally on the, like, man, shout out to El Paso, Texas. All right, so, uh, you know, I, and by the way, I diss every city, so don't be offended. You'll be like, El Paso's very nice, coach. <laughs> I ain't going to no border. Town Juarez. All right, hold on for a second. What's the next city? The next city up for bid here, just so you guys know, where 100K goes a long way. Um, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. They're telling you, take your 100K and go to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Just go to, just go to Tulsa at this point. Just go to Tulsa. All right. Talking about some Oklahoma City. Let me give you a picture of Oklahoma. All right, let me let me just go ahead and give you a picture of Oklahoma where they're going to want you to take your 100K. All right, here's the most recent picture from Oklahoma right here. Splinters. Every five years, your house turns into splinters. Like, they'd be like, you can get a house for $98,000. You'd be like, word, but you're going to have to rebuild it every five years. <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. That's all right. $98,000 every five years. You'll, you'll spend $600,000 in homes in Oklahoma. Yeah. You'll need that 100K. You'll need that 100K right there in Oklahoma City. Shout out, shout out to everybody. I mean, the wind storms alone, you don't even need a tornado. You don't even need a tornado. It's just going to be windy every day. They don't have no hills, nothing to block the wind, no buildings, no nothing. All right. So anyway, there's Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Everybody right now in these cities are going. They're irate me describing their town. All right. What's the next one? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Corpus Christi, Texas. Corpus Christi, Texas. 
All right, Corpus Christi is sort of like an, they're like kind of like on an island, like the Islanders, Corpus Christi, and you're knocking on the door of Brownsville, if I'm not mistaken, geographically. I think Corpus Christi was where uh, Gina from Martin said she, she was about to get her, about to get sold into sex slavery. Hold on for a second. Let's pull up the map of Corpus Christi. Why is Texas on here three times? All right, do not go to Texas. Stop going to Texas. Stop going to Texas. Texas people are irate right now. Please stop going to Texas. Yeah, Corpus Christi was where uh, Gina from Martin said that she was going to get abducted by a van of cartellos and to send her in to send her to sex slavery. All right. Remember that? That was Corpus Christi. All right. Hold on for a second. Let's let's see what we got at Corpus Christi. Yeah, it's kind of like an island right here. Corpus Christi. Right, and you're down right here. Let me see here. Let's go down. You're kind of border. You know what I mean? Like, yo, where you at? Where the where am I at? Like, there you are on the map, Corpus Christi. Oh my lord, mm. <laughs> Corpus freaking Christi. What is that on the list? 100k. I mean, you'd be like, let's go to Brownsville for the weekend, Corpus Christi. Mm. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Let me do. What's the last one of the list? Boy, these sound like some attractive areas. In my 100K, we can live like a king. <laughs> All right. Hold on for a second. What's the last city? All right. Thank you for these suggestions. Uh, Lubbock, Texas. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Lubbock, freaking te Texas. That is always the area that I come up with when people say, I make 100K coach. I mean, I live like a king. Where do you live? Lubbock. Again, let's go ahead and show you a picture of Lubbock, Texas. All right, here we go. I'll show you a picture of uh, Lubbock, Texas. This is going to be a live photo of Lubbock, Texas. Let's go ahead and pull it up. I've been to Lubbock, by the way. This is a live photograph of Lubbock, Texas. All right, there, there you go, right there. You'll live like a king. All right? <laughs> You'll be... You'll be balling out in Lubbock. You'll be sitting there with the damn armadillo, sitting there, tumbleweed running down the freeway. Man, I got hit with the biggest tumbleweed. I was driving down the freeway in Amarillo and Lubbock area. I got hit with the biggest tumbleweed I ever seen in my life. All right, look, this is what this is what this is what driving down the street in Lubbock looks like right here. And it's 111 degrees in the summer in Lubbock. <laughs> Look, people getting mad. People getting mad. Well, Vegas, go. Vegas is better than Vegas. Lubbock's better than Vegas. <laughs> Y'all bad. Hey, you, you, you literally saying Lubbock is better than Vegas. Come on, man. We Look, let me just start the circus. Let me start the circus, man. Shout out to the Texas Tech. What is it? What is Texas Tech? No, they're there there it is. Shout out to Texas Tech Red Raiders. Air Raid. Air Raid. Shout out to Texas Tech. And um, what is my boy's name? What is the dude's name? Mahomes. He went to Texas Tech. Texas Tech. All right. Shout out to Texas Tech. Red Raiders in the house. All right, listen, man. We it's all love. I know I'm just dissing your city. Don't, 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 don't worry. I mean, I don't even, it is what it is. Next gas station, 150 miles. Go Red Raiders.
Oh, you talking about the hot weather. You talking about the hot weather. Okay, you talking about the hot weather. Yeah, it is better. Their heat is a little bit better than Vegas, so I'll give you that. All right, uh, I think that's it for the earlier <laughs> earlier parts of the show. Uh, let's see if there's any contributions. Shout out to Amarilla. People irate. I, I dissed your town. All right, I know, I know. But you got 100K, and you don't got nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. You live in these places. In, in Memphis, you got to have an armed security if you make 100K. Armed security. You got John Morant running around the town, bullying everybody at the shopping mall, basketball courts. Mm. You got three places in Texas that nobody wants you to come to. Nobody wants you to come to. And you had Tornado Alley. Oh, my. Mm. <laughs> right, man. Give me some options here. All right, anyway. <laughs> oh man so anyway god dang all right look let's get to the let's see if there's any super chats thank you for letting me dish your town hey if i if i don't dish your town i don't care about it where are we at dg seymour says it's not masculine to date your wife please give them the buzzer mm. it's not masculine to date your wife interesting <laughs> all right acdc said uh said this coach he says real is going to be for the wealthy. Yep, he says Brokey's going to have fake food, fake interactions in the metaverse, and fake currency, and fake women. Only fans, chicks, you're absolutely mm. right. You know, college, when we get to college, college is going to be for the elite. I said that. Um, food uh, delicacies are going to be for the elite. They're going to carry on like what you would perceive as normal. But Brokey's, yeah, y'all got a new order you're gonna have a great reset new 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 world order all right mask man says r.i.p to the hope strategist men are living in a fairy tale more so than women fellas just live life and enjoy it throw away your savior complex yes men are the last of the remaining hope strategists women have moved on from you guys primarily and a woman might say i don't need a man i just want a man yeah she wants a slave or she wants a gump all right, but that's what it is. No government name masks will turn into oxygen masks to stay carbon neutral. We will have a limited amount of time to be outside forever locked down. Mm. Boy, this is a real life ready player one. I know a lot of people are listening to this like this is not true. You conspiracy theorist. El Chino morning coach in the coach game. Thank you for the gems that you dropped during the blue chip mindset. I started reading more and learning early politics, especially Jefferson's ideas. Hit me with what's up for the weekend in here. Some of us warned us. Hey, wait. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? JC, it's over for you ninjas if they making a chicken sandwich. <laughs> no. <laughs> Didn't Undercover Brother talk about this? Undercover Brother talked about this as well. You know, they gave us a precursor. Hambino Gambino, free agent for life. He says, I went from making 40K delivering packages last year to making 100K climbing towers. I live in East Texas where it's cheaper, but I have to. I have a stay-at-home wife. He says, can't I get the buzzer and I got money? All right, wait a minute. What's going on here? Wait. I got money. Um, Yeah, if you live in East Texas and these other places, you know, climbing towers, you can make some money, you know. You know, these, um, what do they call them? The, um, I can't even remember what I call them. The roughnecks and dudes that climb towers and, 
in those uh, fans. I call them fans. Windmills. You can climb and you can make some money, man. You can make some money. Blue collars back on the way. And shout out to the you stay at home wife. Yeah, people, leathernecks. Yeah, one of my leathernecks. And yeah, it's Texas, man. You can make a lot of money doing this stuff. But it, it takes real work to go down there. Don't think you, you lazy people out here do not go to Texas if you ain't ready to put some elbow grease into your work. I mean, there's some jobs where you can do it. Like you could be in Houston thugging. But when you go to Texas, you're going to have to find, you're going to have to put some elbow grease in. And I had a video of uh, a lot of these guys, but I think I deleted it from my thing here. But um, yeah, if you put some elbow grease in, yeah, you can you can make some money. All right, let me see here. Roberto Moreno, CGA sex is trash nowadays. It's used to, it used to be good pre-seeking. How do we go back to that? Street game, cold approach, and pickup game. I think that we've had too much sex. <laughs> right it's hard to it's hard to you know sometimes you have to think this sex wasn't meant to have every day it wasn't meant to be easily available it's one of those things that you know you got up and worked for like you you, you put you put in sweat equity to receive it or you had to build value like if you have it every day it loses its value trust me it does so now that it's available and readily available people are desensitized to it and not only just having real authentic sex, we're even talking about pornography in auto erotica, right? So when you're auto stimulating yourself on a regular basis, you lose sensitivity as well. But so you got to watch out. You know, sometimes I'll do streaks. I'll go streaks. You know, I'll go two weeks off, one week on, three weeks off, one week on. And then for a week, I'll go ham. Out for a week, I'll go ham. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to line them up. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, love. I'll line them up. Man, by, by, the, by the third or fourth day, I'm done. I don't want nothing to do. I'm like, man, I just <laughs> completely desensitized, just lost interest. That I don't even want to go outside for it. I'm like, just drop it off. Even then when you drop it off, I'm like, mm. Like it's not as it's not as great as it was when you were kind of in a little bit of a drought or you were in a pause situation. So um, the reason why it's just too easy, it's convenient, it's, and then it's trash. No effort is being made. No effort is being made. But when you was first, you know, remember back in the day? This is the difference of it. Back in the 1990s, of course, I was younger then, but what happened, there was a time where you had to, there was a waiting period for sex for most people. I know Chad and Tyrone, not me, but for most people, there was a waiting period. Like you could literally talk to a girl and this girl's going to talk about this later. You'd be talking on the phone. You'd be, uh, you know, I mean, writing love letters and couldn't wait to wake up to go to school to have a conversation. You couldn't just be texting and talking, you know, call waiting. There was no call waiting. You can just like I, I can't wait to talk talk to the girl and see the girl. You couldn't just see her on the internet and pull up her catalog of half naked pictures. You couldn't do it. You just like I gotta go see the girl. I gotta go to the mall. I gotta hopefully I bump into her. Then you see her for a split second. Oh, there she is. Looking forward to it. You'd be like, can we talk for a minute? 
Girl, I want to know your name. No Snapchat photos, no FaceTime, nothing this shit. So you was just wanting to see her. You wanted to smell her hair. You could not have this interaction. And then even when you saw her, it was like, let's wait a while before it's too late. Let's wait a while before we go too far. It was like, ah, all right, let's wait. Okay, I'll wait a while. I'll wait. You didn't have 50 holes to just line your shit up. You didn't just be like, all right, all right. While I'm waiting, I'm going to just jerk off. While I'm waiting, I'm going to work on these holes. It was a different time. We got to know that that time is dead and gone. You go on a date with the girl. No, oh, not too. Oh, I, I think we're moving too fast. <laughs> I think you went too fast. Ninja, you had to wait, wait, wait. Three days minimum, 90 days max. By the time you touched it, you put your hand down her pocket and you was ready to roar. You was ready to bust all up in your pants. <laughs> Just touching her bra cup. You're like, oh. Ready to bust. You put your hand down her page. You're like, oh, boy, she's not stopping me. You're like, oh, boy, unbutton her pants. Uh-oh. Zip her pants down. What? <laughs> put your pants, hand down her panties. You're like, panty. Oh. And they were the cotton white ones. Then you getting down there and you feel the bush. What? You get down there and you feel the gushy stuff. you like, oh, man. <laughs> and you know what you had to do to get there? You had to put in work to even get that far. And you're like, maybe this is going to happen. <laughs> maybe this is going to happen. I might get it. And you get in there. Five seconds. Roar. You've been so excited. You used to have to do foreplay. So much, you were busting five strokes. Because you had to do some heavy petting, some heavy kissing. You done fogged up the whole windows. Hours of kissing, hours of necking, hours. Hours, waiting till your mama come home for work, hours. Now, let me compare it to today. The girl come over with them furry house slippers. She come in with booty shorts and a tank top. You tell her to go upstairs, she already naked. She done took the clothes off, took her pants off, jumped in the bed like, all right, come on. <laughs> she in the bed like, yep, yep, yep. She take her clothes off. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me take them off for you. I want to take them off. I want to take them off. You, you, Why are you taking them off? I, I want to take them off. She over there uh, snapping her bra. All right, here we go. Let me jump in. She already facing the pillow, ass tooted up. You're like, huh? <laughs> no foreplay, no nothing. You go right into sticking. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's just like, okay, all right, I guess we're doing this. All right, here we go. You still smash it. You're like, all right, let me get into it. But we're totally desensitized to it. We do all things completely backwards. So we got to get ready for this. Got to get ready for this. And most, most of the time, y'all ain't, ain't getting no buildup. No buildup, no nothing. 
Yep. And then you get out. So you've been doing this before. Yes, you have. <laughs> Where are we at? Ninja Snuggle says you can buy a legit mansion over in Tulsa, Oklahoma for $500. Sorry. You can buy a legit mansion over in Tulsa, Oklahoma for $500,000. Coach, I might take my chances with these tornadoes. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Shout out to you. Good luck with that. I've been to Tulsa. All right. Savagely Hustling says FDA approval doesn't mean it's good for you. You guys got to know that. Well, you should know that already. New, 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 new world order. Somebody said struggle mansion. Oh, man. But it's in Tulsa. Jesus. All right. Shout out the fly guy. Finally caught a live stream. Keep preaching the gospel, CGA. Indeed. Thank you, man. And Kara Ju Juice Podcast. Have yourself a drink this weekend on me, coach. Just showing appreciation. Your consistent stream of knowledge and wisdom and edutainment is needed and necessary in this crazy world we live in today. Shout out to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm the guy that bridges the gap between what's happening today and what happened yesterday. But I'm not a guy that's telling you to go back to yesterday. Yesterday is dead. It's dead. All right. Everything about it is dead and I'm going to show it to you. But let's get into this one. What about the people that say you're going to die alone? And I'll get to the cash apps and all of that. You're going to die alone. Uh, what about love and eternal love and 40 years of marriage and, and being with somebody? You know, they, they, they create these mythical fantasies in your mind about what love is. Now, this young man that we're going to show today is going to show you what um, he, he wanted to find out how his parents fell in love and created him. He was like, yeah, uh, why did you pick dad? Why did you pick mom? And this is the realities of marriage, right? This is the reality picture that he's gonna get for marriage uh, uh, for all you legacy ninjas. Now let's take you to the let's take you to the scene of the crime. Let's take you to the video, and um, here he is right here. He's a fabulously mixed young child, all right, with some beautiful hair, all right. But he's gonna ask his mom first, then he's gonna ask his dad. Here we go. Hey mom. Yeah. Why'd you choose dad? Hey, Dad. Why'd you choose mom? I didn't choose that. I was down on my luck. She was, she was the worst thing that I ever uh, okay, experienced. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Really oh, man. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Damn. My goodness. Look at my guy here. <laughs> my man. <laughs> My man said I was down bad. I was down on my luck. I got a, out of the military. I found her. She was naked running around in Vietnam. I dragged her over on the boat. The rest mm. is history. <laughs> he was down bad. The lady, watch the mom. That's enough. That's enough. Watch the mom. Hey, kids, you guys want to ask your mom and dad these questions. You're going to realize you were a mistake. You're going to need therapy. Both of your parents was down bad. Look. Oh, yeah. Why'd you choose dad? <laughs> oh, well, what about love? And you're going to be together forever. Somebody go take care of you so you don't die alone. Look at this right here. The original passport bros. Like the original passport bros. <laughs> you can tell they didn't touch each other for, they haven't touched each other for 30 years. They haven't touched each other for 30 years. <laughs> hey, Dad. 
Why'd you choose mom? I didn't choose me. I was down on my luck. She was, she was the worst thing that I ever uh, okay, that's experienced. Enough. That's enough. That's but enough. I couldn't that's really. Enough. I love it. I love that shit. The son was like, that's enough, dad. That, that's enough. Go sit down. These are the boomer parents right here. Look at your boomer parents, man. Go to your, they're miserable with each other. Oh, coach, what about love? My man was like, yo, dad, man. That's dad was about to have a Vietnam flashback. He's about to have a flashback to Vietnam. I was down on my luck. They were shelling me. Um, I didn't have anything. There was a 13-year-old Viet Cong kid. Mm. I saw her. The rest is history. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Keep it 100. And he's like, it was the worst mistake of my life. That's not, that's not. Hey, Mom. Yeah. Why'd you choose Dad? Hey, Dad. Why'd you choose Mom? I didn't choose that. I was down on my luck. She was, she was the worst thing that I ever uh, okay, experienced. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Oh, man. Poor kids, man. You poor kids out here. You guys need therapy. You guys need therapy. But your parents, man. Your parents ain't shit. All right. Let me tell you. Yeah. Freak Nick babies out here. Hookups. Backseat in the Jeep. Parking lot pimping from the club. Most of y'all here by accident. <laughs> you know, you were not planned at all. Most of y'all lucky, you know, you weren't let off on the napkin at best. Most of y'all lucky your mother didn't run the Planned Parenthood because they sure was trying to recruit her. Hey, at this particular point, man, let's give Generation Z and the millennials. And the reason how you know you weren't planned is because none of y'all have no savings, no house left over to pick up. None of y'all have any. None of y'all have any. You still live with your parents. They had no plan for you. None. Yep. Some of y'all could have ended up down your mama's gullet and you wouldn't be here. So this is why I don't get depression. You're lucky to be here. There was You could have ended up in the bottom of a sock or a Jimmy hat. But you were lucky. I mean, the odds that you were here are un immeasurable. You were one in eight trillion billion. And 439 and 700,000. You're that lucky to be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're running around here depressed. You realize the miracle it took for you to be here for your boomer parents and your Gen Xers to make you? All right. Yeah, man. You shouldn't be depressed. You're a miracle, baby. Mm. <laughs> Could have ended up on her face on the carpet. You know what I mean? It's in your daddy's hand. Watch down the sink. Man, please. You better be kissing your, thanking your lucky stars. And this poor kid here has to learn <laughs> what's going on. What's what about this billionaire? What do you guys think about this billionaire? Apparently, Porsche billionaire, uh, Wolfgang Porsche. His wife is diagnosed with dementia. Or I don't think she was diagnosed. I think she went full dementia, which dementia is a very, very tough, tough disease to deal with because it's progressive. Right. Um, it's progressive. It starts off slow, but then when it accelerates, it's bad, bad news. And um, he left her. He was like, I'm out. And so he's like, look, they're both in their 70s. And he was like, I don't want to live with this no more. I just can't deal with it. Obviously, she's probably struggling through memory losses, 
every day a lot of people with dementia you wake up and it's you you got to teach them over and over again right in terms of knowing who people are hey it's me you've been with me forever these are your kids and then she's like oh yeah i remember tomorrow she don't remember none of that or he so he's like i'm tired of that shit but what he does is he went in there and he got him a 59 year old woman my man went to the senior college and got him a woman all right and so is this fair or foul is he foul for this shit 51st dates yeah i did recently see that on the airplane it's 51st dates so is he is it fair that he ditched his wife with dementia because it was unbearable for him ditched her after death do us part and sickness and in health all right is it fair that he went to the senior college and got him a 59 year old piece of calico or should he, should he have stayed with her how old was she uh, he's 79, she's 74. Is it fair or foul? This should be interesting. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull up a poll on this one because I see I see some answers that are different. Let me see here. I'm going to put up a poll. All right, uh, leaving wife, leaving wife with dementia. Dementia, fair or foul? All right, so I'm going to put fair, foul. All right, there we go right there. I'll put it up on both boards right there. If the roles were reversed, he'd be and Nicole Smith. All right. Uh, but who wait a minute? He's the, he's got the money. Right. Let me see here. Leaving wife and uh leaving wife with dementia. Leaving wife with dementia. Oh, he'd be Anna Nicole Smith. She would he would be having Anna Nicole Smith. All right, fair or foul. Let me see. We got the poll up here. So uh, go ahead and submit your votes. Uh, there's no wrong vote. There's an interesting, strong opinion on this one. And even in this space, which is pretty biased, there's going to be a split decision, even on this one, right? This is a tough one. I don't have an opinion on it. Like, I think it's fair. I would say it's fair because he's like, he's not leaving her. He's probably giving her, he's taking care of her. But um, like, he ain't having sex with her no more. He ain't getting his balls tickled. She don't even remember how to tickle balls, right? You know what I mean? It's kind of like a tough thing. And he wants his balls tickled. He wants to do it the honest way. So he's probably taking care of her. She probably has help and a nurse and a wet, you know, all of that stuff, a wet nurse. And then he's over there getting his balls tickled. So what are we doing here? Uh, let us know on this one, fair or foul. All right, last one. Halle Berry, OnlyFans confirmed? Question mark. I'm not announcing her OnlyFans, but it appears that these women that are older than 50 seem to be wanting to get naked out here. You got Madonna running around here close to age 70, acting like she's 20. Now, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, to say it honestly and white, Halle Berry poses nude in steamy new photos. Here she is, probably on her Instagram Getting naked. I mean, she's not all the way naked. This is why I can show you. But why is she taking shower photos? Like, what is going on? Oh, the humanity. Why can't women just calm down? Monster Ball. We already seen you get smashed to smithereens in Monster Ball. That was just about enough. And if I ever wanted to reflect on that, I would literally go watch the movie and see you getting ramrodded in Monster Ball. Right? But here we are here. Why is she at age 56 doing this? This is crazy. They cannot step to the side. Remember the theme of today's show. 
why it is time to let the 90s go. For some reason, we can't let it go. We got Madonna parading around. We got Halle Berry parading around. You guys will not let Nia Long rest. All right, you guys won't let her rest. You think she's still jogging laps around the neighborhood in Friday, but she's not anymore. She's all shaped like the Michelin Tire Man at this particular point. I mean, you got Holly. This is getting this is getting out of control, and this should wake '90s ninjas up. This is the women you used to lust after. These were the cream of the crop. You know what I mean? These were the women. Were like these are the peak women, and they're now 56 years old, posing nude in the bath. Come on, man. I would love to see these flapjacks, but after I see them, I would be like, damn, I'm disappointed. You know what I mean? I would be like, I would I wouldn't imagine them flapjacks look that bad. I mean, I would want to see them. I would want to see them. I definitely would want to see them. But I somebody said it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Yeah, dude, that might be the theme of the show. Frank, that might be the theme of the show. Y'all, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Ninjas, a 90 ninjas yesterday. It's gone. It ain't y'all's time no more, <laughs> right? Everything from yesterday it then progressed, progressed. And this is another example. If you ever reflect back to what we used to do in the 90s, here you go. Here you go. This is your queen from the 90s right here. Look, in the shower, in the shower at 56. <laughs> it's gone, man. You know what I mean? We need to move on. Maya's still killing it. She's not really a 90s chick. She's like a 2000s. So she's got another 10 years and she's going to look like Holly Berry out here. By the way, shout out to Maya not selling her soul to the MK Ultra sex kitten tree and selling her body out here. Maya said, I'm going to stand on my principles and be an independent music distributor. All right, let me see here. Let's get to the cash apps. Appreciate you. Do me a favor. Look at my lights, man. Listen, I haven't lit. I haven't hit y'all with the belly deli for a long time. Okay. But I got 650 likes, almost 2,000 people watching me on one channel, 2,000 people cumulatively. I need to get to 1,000 likes. Do me a favor. This is a demonetized platform. I'm doing this for free. The only thing that people do is donate to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund. All right. I, I, this is free work for me. And I give you guys a lot of game on life, a lot of information, and I give you entertainment. You laugh and sniggle. I know. Do me a favor. Take your time to hit that like button. Let's get to 1,000 likes, man. Or oh, we got to get belly deli after the super chats. All right. Mr. Roberts, Jake the Snake M. Roberts is in the building. Thank you, man. We got a super chat from you. We got my man Rudy. He says, I still miss the duck sicking for a stat, girls. Me too. I used to like that one in the back, that little flat back in the back. I used to love that one, but I can't show that one. That one went overboard, apparently. Nest Egg Vault says, he says, I'm rich. I'm rich, bitch. All right. We got, we got a discussion about Maya being from the 90s. Oh, interesting. She's really late 90s. All right. She's really late 90s. No, let me see her first album release. I'm feeling maybe. Okay, maybe, maybe. Let me see. Uh, uh, that's a late 90s. She's 1998. 1998. So it, let's just be let's just be clear. 
anytime you talk about a decade, you got to shave off a couple of years. You know what I mean? Like, like the 1960s is really like 1960 to 68. Once you get into like 69, 70, now you're talking about the 70s. So same thing with the 80s. The 80s were kind of over right around 89. You know what I mean? And 89 going into 90. Same thing with the 2000, the 1990s. Once you get to 98, 99, it's, you're talking about the 2000s. These people have their, she releases her album in 98. So most of her tours and her appearances are going to be in the 2000s. So I get what you're saying. She was releasing her album in 98, but she's more 2000. She's more 2000-ish. So you got to shave a year off here, a year off there. For the most part, it's a give or take thing. I would not put her in 90s. Like Queen Latifah is the 90s. <laughs> like Salt and Pepper, late 80s going into the 90s, right? Queen Latifah is the 90s. Maya is not rolling with Queen Latifah. So it's kind of like you got to give a year here and a year there. Um, yeah, she didn't really, really pop off into her big fame. Like, when was she on the King magazine? Hold on for a second. Maya on King magazine year. 2003. See that? There you go. So let me see here. So she really wasn't on the cover of King until 2003. Maya, 2003. Everybody want to see the magazine cover, by the way? Let's see it. So yeah, 2000 is so 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 she releases her album 1998, but it wasn't until 2003 that you saw this. All right, there you go right there. 2003. All right, so yeah, she's in the 2000s. She in the 2000s. All right, but I see what you guys are saying. Technically, she's a 90s. Let's see here. Uh We got Everett Walker. Thanks. For the book, for the book writing advice yesterday, free agent lifestyle for life. Yeah, man. Now uh, make sure you make come up. Yeah, do um do your commercials. Make sure you keep making content co content because that's a easy commercial for your book. Y'all thirsty out here. Y'all thirsty. Y'all brothers out here starving for Maya. Yeah, that brother's starving. Y'all didn't pulled out bottles of lotion for Maya. All right, hey, listen, Maya. Is definitely on the. I don't even know. Maya is ageless, so I don't care how old she is at this point. How old is Maya? <laughs> we got to stay focused. Hold up for a second. Lord have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. She forty three. Yeah, she's ageless. I think she's probably one of the most eight because she's small. She kind of looking like Millie Mouth Muskrat though. You know what I mean? She kind of pulling off some Millie Mouth Muskrat, but I'll give her a pass. All right, she's a tiny chick. Yeah, see, look, primer decline. Okay, we're going to do it. We'll get to the Super Chats. We'll do it. We'll do it. Hey, I'm going to pull my Bill O'Reilly. We'll do it. We'll if and do it. All right, primer decline. Primer decline. All right, so... uh. This might be the rare decline. I mean, I want to see what them insides look like, right? But very rarely can a woman pass the primer decline test, right? But Maya is one of the people who might pass the primer decline. I mean, my goodness. 
because her decline is slightly, she slightly looks better with a little age on her. This is this is a rarity. This is going to be rare. I'm taking both. But Maya is a rare breed that can go prime or decline. All right. She definitely can, can pass. All right. So shout out to her. But I think because she's small, she appears small to me that, that that helps when you're a smaller person. But it probably took a lot of work for her to keep that off. Um, I think also, yeah, she's a rarity. So I would say either both, both at that point. Shout out to her. We got Miles Morrow says, I changed my whole life in about nine months, just like a sperm in a womb. Benny Siegel. Benny. But yeah, guys, men, you can change your whole life in less than two years. Okay, in less than two years. Uh, men have the capability to do that. And he's saying nine months. You can change your whole life in that amount of time. Let me see here. Somebody says she's vegan. She's like four foot ten. He says he met her. Let me see what her her, her height is. So stay focused. They list her height at five foot five. All right. So she looks smaller than that. I mean, she looks smaller than that. You could kind of tell by the features. I would, I would not think that she would be five foot five, but that's what they list her at. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Somebody says five seven. Yeah, she looked like a spinner to me. Maybe this because she's uh, petite as well. So she's a smaller, smaller frame, which I like. I tend to, I tend to desire that more than a thicker, rounder. Which I don't mind those as, as well. But in my years. Those are somewhat overrated to me. I like petite. I've been a petite guy for a long time. All right. Mr. Garrett says, remember when Halle Berry got paid $1 million to show her tatas in Swordfish? Now she's doing it for free. I tell you, do not be surprised. Do not be surprised if Halle Berry starts in OnlyFans. Who would be shocked? That Holly Berry starts in OnlyFans. I would not be shocked if Halle Berry started in OnlyFans. Right now, we have 51% says it's fair that the man billionaire lost, left a dementia wife. So it's right down the middle, 51 to 49. And we have, uh, we have fair winning on the notorious 57 to 43. But I would not be shocked if Halle Berry did this. Because it's it's somebody's going to tell her, hey, Hallie, why are you doing this for free? You can get paid for this nowadays. All right. No government ain't BH in the past year. CGA crapped on just about every, every major city and midsize city in the country. LOL. Do you have any smoke for Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Yes, I do have smoke for Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. All right. But uh, Philadelphia is one of the most overrated major cities in America. I said it. Mm overrated it's an old school throwback to a time where philadelphia was important today there's no significance no significant importance to philadelphia if philadelphia went black today meaning lights out america would miss nothing america would miss nothing by the way if you're taking an east coast tour skip philadelphia mm. you're gonna get to philadelphia and see what? Mm. <laughs> Philadelphia and St. Louis are one and the same. You're going to go there and look at that damn arch. And then you're going to do what? Mm. 
you're going to go to Philadelphia and see what a Liberty Bell and trash. That's what you're going to see. <laughs> you ain't going to see shit. You're going to see the Rocky statue. Oh, okay. There it is. You're going to run up the stairs like a goofy. And then you're going to see the Liberty Bell and you're going to see what? Geno's and Pat's cheesesteaks. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's right. Then you're going to eat cheesesteaks at Geno's. Who's a Geno's guy? Who's a Pat's guy? And the real Philadelphia knows somebody better than Geno's and Pat's. What the hell are you going to see in Philadelphia? I mean, my Lord, just skip. <laughs> just skip Philadelphia. My Lord, do not even book a hotel in Philadelphia. Like, if you go to the East Coast, you're like, I'm going to go to Philly, D.C., New York, Boston. Just go right to Philly. Go to the Statue of Rocky. Go to the Liberty Bell. Take your picture. Go to Geno's. Get you a, a, a steak and keep it moving. Mm. <laughs> Philadelphia. And then get shot. For real. Like, bro, Philadelphia, dude, just it's nothing there. Most overrated city in a, one of the most overrated cities in America. All right. St. Louis and Philadelphia. Garbage. <laughs> like if you're a tourist, there's no tourism in Philadelphia. There's no tourism in Philadelphia. You're like, I'm here as a tourist. All right. Anyway, so if you wanted to know. Philadelphia people are going to be mad as hell at me. <laughs> They're going to be mad. But there's no tourism in Philadelphia. Drive right through. Get your cheesesteak. Keep it moving. Where are we at? Somebody said Chicago same, Baltimore same. Yeah, dude, what, why, would you, why would you stop in Baltimore? Like, why would you stop? Like, like stop in Baltimore. Why? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, yeah, here we go. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, anyway, let me see here. Shout out to no government name, Coach. I have been here in El Paso for five months now. Everything you said, it's true. Late night stream was fire. All the details. I'm not happy. My favorite sound bite. Shout out to you, man. Listen, shout out to El Paso. I'm not happy. <laughs> All right. Shout out to El Paso. Guys, I've been to every city. I've been to like pretty much every city. I've been to every state except for Alaska. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, you don't know what you talk about. You never been here. I've been there. I've been to all your stuff and I've been there twice and three and four times to many of these places. Right. Uh, so you know what I mean? Like I, I, I was in Philly and I spent like five days in Philly. I could have, I was there for a final four. So I was stuck, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm never coming back here. I end up going back there, but I was like, there's no reason to come back. Absolutely zero. But um, shout out to everybody there. He says, I don't travel. Yeah, I don't travel either. Yeah. But man, Philly, no bueno. And most of these cities are, they don't got nothing going on. Nothing. But, you know, if you want a good place to live, you know, you can find some good place. Uh, Philly's not one of them, but, you know, if you're living there, cool. Shout out to the Eagles. Yeah, Cleveland. Dude, I would not go to Cleveland just to go. Like, don't even waste your money. Let's get to the PayPal's. We got, did I get Kaylin? Yeah, do not waste your money. Drive in, drive out. 
What's up, Coach? Kalen says, what uh, What would you say to men? What would you say men need to do before? What would you say men need to do to become less fearful of divorce besides dealing with the financial ramifications of it? Shuffle. You guys need to have plans going into marriage. You do. Because marriage is a business now. Everybody knows what it is, right? If you're going in it with love, you're, I mean, you're rolling the dice. Shout out to Michael R. Says thank you. Get a prenup. I don't know. We got one, two, three, four, and then I'm going to get on with the show. All right, shout out to Clyde. He says, what's going on, coach? Just wanted to let you know that you were spot on. Beginning in June 2023, the electric bill will be going up 28% here in Columbus, Ohio. You ain't never lied. Keep speaking the truth. Thanks for all you do. Take care. Yeah, man, I was telling you, look at your bills. Look at your bills. If you're on automatic bill pay, this is another reason why they want you guys on automatic bill pay. Now there's a convenience for it. But when you're on auto bill pay, you tend to not look at your bills, right? And so um, what will happen is your, your insurance is on auto bill pay, your, your phone, your cell phone. And, but, but then they increase the shit and you don't realize it. And then you look at your bank account. What happened? And then you click. Your Verizon bill came out. Your gas bill came out. And then you're like, why is it 210 bucks? It used to be 150 so you guys got to watch out for it right there. That That is a trick for auto bill pay. I like the convenience of it because I never think about it. It just happens. But I once looked at a bill that I got, and it was way higher than I thought. It, I was like, did they charge me double? You guys got to watch out for that. Car insurance, man, car, that's the bill that I got. I got my car insurance bill. And I was like, what came out? Because it was like an obscene amount. I was like, what came out of my account? Clicked on it, and my car insurance bill was through the roof, bro. I was like, and I said, I said, I know I didn't sign up for $600 in car insurance, but the problem is I have I have multiple vehicles, right? I have two motorcycles. I have three cars, right? So, but I never knew it to be 600 bucks, right? I never knew that shit to 600 bucks. I was like, 628 <laughs> 628 i don't remember that shit i don't remember signing up for that i don't remember that i don't remember that telephone call but that type of shit yeah, that type of shit ha is happening to a lot of people right i would have uh, like to me my car insurance was like 450 bucks last time i checked it was like 450 but they're going up like crazy. And I've had the same insurance. So it wasn't like I changed the insurance. My credit ain't bad. My credit is seven, 720 plus for sure. So I'm sitting there like, what is going on? I, I just didn't figure that shit out. All right, so watch out. Yeah, Porsche insurance is expensive, but not 620. <laughs> not 620, I never remember that shit. So anyway, where we at? Yeah, Vegas is bad, so Vegas is bad. Uh, Miles says, shout out to the coach gang. Society is going to hell in a handbasket. And he says, nobody knows their gender roles. Uh, so the most logical position is to take to take is the free agent lifestyle for life. And check this out. He says, um, marriage and relationships are dead. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'm going to come back to these super chats and all that stuff. I'm going to get on with the show. 
Thank you for uh, taking the time to contribute. I didn't forget your chat. I just moving on. Right. But um, um, we're living in a difficult time. Like the gen generation Z, when they become adults, like when they become 30 and 40, they're going to be all over the place, all over the place. Hey, everybody drink water. Drink some water. Drink water. All right. You see how big my water is? <laughs> I'll be drinking like a tub of water. Drink water before you have to pay for it a lot. Right. All right. So anyway, the economic times are a changing. All right. Uh, we talk about women going to be living the next 40 years in difficulty. A lot of people are struggling with their rents. Let's show you this chart right here, how fast the rents are going up. Um, they're going up so fast as well. And then it's almost difficult or dumb to even buy a house right now. So the argument is rent is throwing away money. It, it doesn't really add up because you can't even qualify for a mortgage. So the rents are going up, but the incomes are not. And it says broke from rent. All right. And this is the dumb trap that people put themselves here in America. Right. All right. You don't buy a house, but then you have to pay rent forever. And then at that particular point, when the housing market crashes, the rent prices go up. All right. So it's a catch 22. The cost of rent in the U.S. has shot up in many cities. But has your income increased accordingly? The answer is no. Nope. Incomes have not decreased. And we are in the communist manifesto right now. We're living this shit. All right, we're headed completely to the breakdown that has been planned. All right, believe me, the things that you're seeing in front of your eyes today has been organized and planned. <laughs> you're not doing, you're not living anything that the powers that be do not want you to live. And they're acting stupid. Well, we're going to try to fix it. We're going to increase the Fed. The private Fed is going to increase this and we're going to print money and we're going to do this and we're going to give you a STEMI check and we're going to let you live off of unemployment. And they're playing this shit. This is planned so that at some particular point you have a dependency and you're willing to give away your rights and your freedoms for a little bit of security and a little bit of government back money. But you goofballs don't realize this and you're living their dream and it's your real nightmare. But here we go right here. Average rent has increased by 28% in the last five years. And you're talking about not Amarillo, not Lubbock, not Brownsville, not Corpus Christi. We're talking about Phoenix, Miami skyrocketing. But everybody want to move to Miami and be Liddy. You got Las Vegas skyrocketing. San Diego, Austin, Nash, Vegas, Los Angeles, New York, Boston, Chicago, San Francisco. These are the metropolises that people run to to go have fun and live the sex in the city lifestyle and go fornicate and have fun and party and all that shit. Yeah, I make fun of Amarillo and Lubbock, but here we go. Look at what's happening in the major cities, the major, major cities. I mean, other than these cities, I mean, most city is going to be a second rate podunk town anyway. All right. So now you're having a situation where you have to choose. I would say head for the hills, man. Head for the hills. Head for the hills. A lot of single women are moving to these cities, right? Trying to find them a man and fornicate and level up. Well, they move here. And this is why I tell you they're broke, man. They're broke. If, if, if you're a woman living in this in these cities, you are broke as a joke. <laughs> you, there's no fronting. There's no future in your fronting, 1990 style. There's no future in your fronting. You are broke. There's no way you're killing it. I don't care what job you have. I don't care what career you have. I don't care what you do for work. I don't care if you even have OnlyFans. Guys, I know OnlyFans girls that do well and they broke. Meaning when I, when I say they do well, 
they're making like 10K a month, right? And so the, for, for the normie in America, that is well, but they also have houses and cars and car payments, dumbass car payments. And I know them and they doing OnlyFans and they ain't killing, like they're killing it. They're doing well. They got the purses, the bags, the heels. They don't need you for shit, but they're living tight. They're tight living. And if they live in these areas, which many of them run to, and they want to level up, uh, the, the rich guys here are running through them. Mm. Running, running, running. So be careful here. Uh, with that being said, we're going to give you some more information related to this. A lot of women are out here having their rent due, which we knew. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And this is how one woman, because we talked about the eviction crisis, particularly for black women, right? Black women are the most evicted people. <laughs> the most evicted the most evicted women, I'm sorry, the most evicted people in America, black women. So if they have a single black woman, you know she's struggle ugling. You know it's bad. There's no way around it. If she's a black single woman and if she has kids, her rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Let's see how one New Jersey woman deals with the eviction crisis. Let's take you to the news. Fair use. An eviction fight ended with this massive and deadly fire in New Jersey. It started when a woman's landlord tried to evict her, and in response, police say the woman set the house on fire. News source Brian Thompson and Roosevelt with some new information this afternoon. Brian? Yeah, David, we are told indeed it was an eviction attempt on a woman who had lived here for several years. Now, Chopper 4 was over the scene just not long after the fire broke out. The flames consistent with a natural gas fire, matching one report we had that, well, that uh, the woman had turned on the gas in the house and then lit a match rather than face an attempt from the landlord uh, to evict her. Now, she did not survive, according to sources telling us that she has died and deceased. A woman. Oh, man, Jesus. So she died? She died. Oh, it is on chipmunk mode. Is it? All right. I'll slow it down. Wait a minute. So she killed, she deleted her. Who lived in the attached uh, house uh, said, told us what she saw. It looks unlivable. Your house. Though. My house. The other house. I don't, I don't think it's there. A lot of stuff. <laughs> 20 to two years there. Now, the mayor here is the mayor here was reported saying that the owner wanted to evict her in order to sell the house. What we do know is she was a pet lover and had taken care of people's pets around this neighborhood in the small town of Roosevelt. Neighbors telling us she likely had as many as 30 cats inside, which is why animal can. Oh, the humanity. <sighs> My Lord, you independent queens are going to find out the hard way. So we got <laughs> she got cats. Oh my goodness. She got she her rent's due. Oh my your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh my god, she don't need no man. Oh my lord. Troll has been on the scene all afternoon. They're telling me they are looking for any cats that may have escaped. But as of about half an hour ago or so, they say they have not found any. But that oh. it is worth it if they can save cats just one. Well, she deleted the cats. Live in Roosevelt, Brian Thompson, News for New York. Oh, man, this is terrible. This is terrible news, man. Oh, the humanity. Oh, you notice, you notice what happens, man. You know, you don't have, you don't follow the order. You don't follow order of, Lord, of the Lord, God himself. You don't follow the order of man. This is what happens. So the eviction crisis ends with a woman, David caressing herself and 30 cats. Mm. 
my goodness. Let's take you to the sisters. Sister, because I don't think that was a sister. Not with 30 cats. Sisters don't have 30 cats. That definitely was a white woman. All right. That definitely was a white woman. I don't know sisters that got 30 cats. All right. That was a white woman named Harriet who only wears a robe all day and does not comb her hair. All right. So let's take you to the sisters and see what they're doing in this current times in this economic crisis. Not only is their rent due, your rent's due, motherfucker. This sister's going to tell you that her black and mild budget is being exceeded. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Or does it black and mild lives matter? So here we go. Let's go to the scene. You guys name the city. Here we go. Ku Klux Keisha is going to tell us about her black and mild budget going. I believe in inflation before. I'm about to show you some shit. That's a dollar nineteen for a fucking black and mild. Something that used to cost seventy nine cents. Bitch, if you want me to kick the habit, then just say that. Because a dollar nineteen, and this is just in some areas. You go by the beach, it's like two dollars and some change. By my house, it's a dollar seventy nine. But I'm gonna buy some weed. That right there should show you. This was something that couldn't even be taxed because it was less than ninety nine cents. It is a dollar nineteen. The packaging is ugly. Everything. Baby, the cost of living is too high. You can't even smoke blacks no more in peace. You can't even scrounge up a little bit of change. Like before a bitch, uh, whew, this how I know it's time for me to give my life over to God and his son. Women never learn, man. Women never learn. I can do it by myself. Now you complaining about 50 cent black and mild. Now you want to turn your life over to the Lord like that damn clown, Black China, who didn't got baptized. Now, after the time ran out and your ass is grass and you need some cash and you in a bind. I'm in a bind. Now you in a bind. Now you want to turn your life over to the Lord because black and milds are going out of control. Okay, if you never believed in inflation before, I'm about to show you some shit. That's a dollar nineteen for a fucking black and mouth. Something that used to cost seventy nine cents. Bitch, if you want me to kick the habit, then just say that. Because a dollar nineteen, and this is just in some areas. You go by the beach, it's like two dollars and some change. By my house, it's a dollar seventy nine. Baby, I might as well buy some weed. That right there should show you this was something that couldn't even be taxed because it was less than ninety nine cents. It is a dollar nineteen. The packaging is ugly. Everything. Baby, the cost of living is too high. You can't even smoke blacks no more in peace. You can't even scrounge up a little bit of change. Like before a bitch, uh, whew, this how I know it's time for me to give my life over to God and his son. Man, you know, there's a lot of people that say, coach, why you don't like black women? I'll be like, I'm like, it's not that I don't like them. It's like, boy, it's like talking to a fourth grader many times. I mean, what what like what would I do with that? Like, what would I do? Honestly, there's something that I could do with her. I would pay her. I would gladly pay her. Like, this is why the 90s are dead. I would gladly pay her for a little bit of time. All right, just a little bit of time. Go away. If you want to buy a backup box of black and miles, I could do that for you. Here's a box. 
I'll give her a box and black and miles. This woman is a mental. Please, my Lord, get here, 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 here. I don't want to deal with nothing else from that person because she's gone and she's never coming back. Never coming back. She's never going to be corrected. Uh, by the way, she's cute. She's a cute girl, but good Lord. I mean, see, if you're done on Black and Miles, you're done in America. All right, you're done. This going to catch up to you swiftly. Let's take you back to Kaylee'sville. All right, Kaylee has something to say now about her college degree, and she can't find a job. All right, let's talk about these college degrees here. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. All right, we're going to take you to Kaylee learning uh, what's going on in the world. And, of course, millennials and graduating Generation Zs are finding out. And she's a designer. I don't. What kind of designer is she? Designer. She's a brand designer. What the hell is that? <laughs> brand designer. All right. That sounds like a project manager. But says she's a Paul. Oh wait, she's applied for 100 jobs within the last 10 years with 10 years of experience in the field and keeps getting rejected. Well, welcome to 2023. Your resume floating on the internet ain't gonna do shit. All right, just letting y'all know you better come up with another plan. This is 2023. Let's listen to this, Kaylee. Oh, I got to refresh the screen. All right, hold on for a second. Let me refresh it and get back to her TikTok. And listen to this. Hold on for a second. Let's, let's get you ready. Let's get you ready. She's going to file out. Oh, wait, play it. Play it. Hold on. Let me show you. This is my job tracker in Notion, and I've hidden all the roles for obvious reasons. There are 100 positions listed here. I've applied for 100 jobs. I'm not entry level. I'm not even mid level. I'm a senior designer. I have 10 years of experience. Three of those years were with a Fortune 500 company. Another one of those years was working with big tech brands like SoftBank and Dropbox. And yet still, I wake up to emails like this every single day. Okay, <laughs> you're surprised at this, ma'am. You do not realize what's going on in the world. Are you this clueless? Please give me one more time. One more time. Tell me all of this experience you have. Are you curious about how the job market is doing right now? Well, let me show you. This is my job tracker in Notion, and I've hidden all the roles for obvious reasons. There are 100 positions listed here. I've applied for 100 jobs. I'm not entry level. I'm not even mid-level. I'm not even mid-level. I'm a senior executive. I'm a senior designer. I have 10 years of experience. Three of those years were with a Fortune 500 company. Another one of those years was working with big tech brands like SoftBank and Dropbox. And yet still, I wake up to emails like this every single day. <laughs> All right. Well, anytime you go through this particular resume and you have something to say about what you've done in the past, the past is the past. Let the 90s and the 2000s go. That experience does not apply here. But what somebody said, what did the email say? Somebody asked me, what does the email say? I'm going to show you what the email said. Remember, I didn't say it. Somebody on YouTube said what the email said. And the email said, shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's what the email said. That's what the email said. You don't want to, you don't even need to read it. All right. She's talking about how she did, did it and that. She don't, <laughs> it don't matter. What she needs to do is get off her ass. That's what she needs to do. 
talking about I do this and I got senior and I'm not entry level anyway. Mm. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Guys, get used to what's going on. By the way, did you guys know? And I've noted and I said this for a long time. I said these jobs don't necessarily require degrees. All right. The days where you can run out here with a college degree is is kind of is dying loud. Now, you can still make some money and you can still get a little bit of a, depending on who you are. But the days where you send the kid to school for a useless degree is over. And I'm going to show you some evidence. We're going to watch a film here that's going to back this up. Um, I actually been saying this. I think a year ago I shared maybe a little more than a year ago. I shared a link of where the companies like Google, Amazon, the tech companies would rather train you in your early years the way they want you to work for them as opposed to you get a college degree and have to retrain you. So let's go ahead and show you a video here about that. All right. And so now people, Generation Z, I was has to make a tough choice as to should they go to college? Should they go to college? This is a tough, tough choice. By the way, here. Are you tired? Wait. By the way, this is a thick woman. My Lord. Five foot three, 220 pounds for certain. I mean, she basically has no midsection. She's all booty and titties. I mean, goodness. All right. Here we go. Let's hear the video here. Fair use. More employees moving to relax education requirements. It's like they're never going to put me in this job. Beth Christian is Pennsylvania's acting deputy secretary for administration, a position she reached without a college degree. Did you feel that barrier? It took me about 10 years to get to the level that a, a person with a degree would have. Beth stood alongside Governor Josh Shapiro as he eliminated the college degree requirement for 92 percent of jobs in state government. This Damn. So, it, wow, that's amazing. So state government jobs, which are slave jobs, by the way, you're just on welfare. Many of them, but that's it. I'm just joking. Um, 92 percent. No college degree required. Interesting. Boy. This was your first official act as governor. Why? We want folks to know that we're going to judge you based on your skills and the, the grit and determination that you bring to bear. Opening up about 65,000 jobs to non-college graduates. The Democrat joins his Republican counterparts in Maryland and Utah who've made similar moves. I'm sick and tired, frankly, of this attitude that if you don't go to college, you don't have the requisite skills to succeed. More than 62% of Americans over 25 don't have a bachelor's degree. For people like Doris Mayhew, who works in the governor's office, college simply wasn't an option. I come from a one-person home, you know, single mother, my father in and out of incarceration. I remember in high school, my mom saying, like, you have to get a job, like, you're not going to go to college. About halfway through her career, Doris did decide to go back to school. I just felt like, I had to have the piece of paper, but it's a well, because you've been trained to believe that, right? Yeah, I'm nothing. And listen, I got pieces of paper. So where the hell is Albright College at? Bachelor's of Science, Albright. I have no idea. But we've been trained to believe that. And of course, there are people that will tell you without a degree, blah, 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 right? People with degrees make more money. I'm sure there's a lot of people here, but those times are changing. I'm not saying to not do it, but I'm saying the the degree alone standalone is kind of dying unless you're stem or or you're from the upper crust society 
So if you're going to an elite college, you're going to an elite college, like an alt Ivy or an Ivy, and you major in something spectacular, you can call your shot. So there's going to be a time where Cal State Fullerton ain't degree ain't going to mean shit. Cal State Fullerton, you know what I mean? You're going to go to, uh, you know, one of these uh, degree mills. You saw that uh, there was a college in Florida that have given out fake nursing degrees. The times are changing. So the 90s are gone. You know, not just with dating and relationships, the game is changing right in front of you. Whether you think this is good or not, right now for college, it's STEM, it's STEM, or why go? <laughs> like, it's like, why go? But you also need to have a plan coming out because it's going to get difficult if you choose to not go. You can't depend on this, but let's go ahead and play it. Um, one in five employees, one in five employers are relaxing education, no requirements. Five employers are relaxing educational requirements to attract workers that have historically been shut out. Potential candidates are saying, okay, so I can go into the workforce, avoid debt, and by the way, be rewarded with pay increases that we haven't seen in quite a while in the U.S. A college degree is not essential, even in the high tech spaces of our economy. So, yeah, even in tech as well, but but you got because even tech people. You know, a lot of them are having they live overseas and they can do the jobs as long as they know the skill. Right. So if you know coding, you know, these things, you necessarily can you can get a job being a independent contractor and get a couple of tech jobs, consulting jobs, and you can do very well. It's it's getting to that point. As a matter of fact, you're talking to someone who has a master's degree. And I'm going to just tell you the last time somebody asked me about that degree and relevancy for a job has to been over 15 years. Not any, nobody's asked me to see this shit. Nobody's asked me what it is, why I should be qualified to say what I say or do what I do, why it should be hired. It has been irrelevant in my life. The only thing relevant about it is I can say I got it. And this is also something that some people are noticing. It is only applying to women only. So a lot of these jobs that are going to these people that don't have the degrees are going to women. And I'm pretty sure it's like 80-20. So you will have to find a skill. Somebody says 1099 tech guy. You guys got the tech skill. You're going to be able to get the, get the, and you got hustle and ambition. You're going to be able to get it out here. Um, but to go to ITT tech, right? Does probably does not make sense. Probably does not make sense. You can actually learn the skill independently. You can probably learn it on YouTube. Come out here and sell. One more thing. I actually have never of any independent contractor that I've ever hired for a job. I have never asked that they have a degree. Meaning that I just wanted the job completed. And I said, let me see your portfolio. And then based on their portfolio or their recommendations or who we knew, they got hired. It wasn't that they had the degree. So you guys got to really make your choices in life. You're going to have choice, more choice than the people in the 90s had. Because in the 90s, in the 2000s, it was degree or nothing. It was degree or nothing. Now, coming into 2020 and 2030, that is not the case. You also have to be aware of 
AI and technology either way, if you have a degree or not. So you do have this conversation. If your kids are graduating school right now, you are probably thinking, do you really need to go to college? If you want to be the upper crust elite, you probably want to send them to one of these liberal democratic schools where your kid's going to go out there and drink bomb and get indoctrinated by the 90% of liberal communist professors out there, Marxist professors. They're going to get indoctrinated for two years. Your, your daughter's going to chop her hair off and put a bull nose ring in. And then what? You're going to pay $80,000 in total for that, for her to come out here and be that woman talking about she applied for 100 jobs and got nothing. Like, what are you going? Well, what are you going to do? You're going to be like, oh, what am I doing? You guys got to remember that guys certifications. You can get you can really hone in on an area without paying eighty thousand dollars over four years or going into debt. If you're going going to go into debt, why would you go to college? But now we have choice. So it's now time to start thinking about those choices. Catching up. I need to catch up on the PayPal. All right, catching up, and then we got two more stories. Next story, we're going to talk about is Lamar Jackson's mother holding him back? Is Lamar Jackson's mother holding him back and getting the contract that he deserves? All right, I think he deserves. He's a talent, once-in-a-lifetime talent. But Lamar Jackson's mother is his agent or acting as a manager, and we're going to show you what Lamar Jackson has in comparison to potentially other quarterbacks that are lesser talented than him. We're going to talk about that because we're talking about son husbands. We're going to talk about son husbands out here. All right, we got to catch up. I got lots of PayPals. So we got, um, Kaylin says, not only was sex supposed to be earned, it was also supposed to be sacred and special. It was supposed to be earned through marriage, but women wanted to compete with men sexually. They can't be surprised men don't want to marry them anymore. They cannot be surprised, but they are. All right, because there's no talking any sense into them when you want to talk real. But uh, there's no need for marriage because, you know, just to be fair, people did get married to have sex, right? Or they got married as a result of sex, shotgun weddings. All right, Arthur says, if the tables were turned, the wife would have taken the bag and run. Okay, can I get that sound back? Okay, yeah, you're. You're right about that. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> so if the guy developed dementia, you're saying the wife would have ran off. All right. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know, man. But you might be right on that one. Sizzo says, what's up for the weekend, coach? He says, I'm in the car market this weekend. I'm even considering a hybrid car. I don't care. I'm not trying to impress these OnlyFans 304s out here. Shout out to them. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, be careful out there. Get a discount on that on that price. Do not let them put the price up on them cars because they can't get rid of them, right? Uh, we got my man Nick K says, have a great day. I love the positivity there. We're about positivity. We got our man. Let me see if I can say your name. We got our man W. Ross says, regarding the female over 50 celebs, Whatever happened to aging gracefully with dignity? I feel sorry for their kids. Well, don't feel sorry for their kids. They, they're already reading Rainbow and screwed up and on therapy anyway. So Holly Berry's son already messed up anyway. So, <laughs> all right. All right. So she already cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. By the way, Halle Berry's already been cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But we don't age gracefully now. One of the problems that we you have with modern women 
is that you will realize it's that the Generation X and the Boomers were the ones that screwed them. So now they're competing with them. Sadly enough, no government name. Have a cigar on me, coach. Easily the best show on these YouTube channels. And your consistency is commendable. Thank you, sir. And what's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? We here. All right. What y'all doing for the weekend? All right. Yeah, man. I think she's been already cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. All right. Let's see here. We got our man Bobby says CGA. Fresh and Fit are in Vegas. Is there a collab on the way? All right. Shout out to they are in Vegas. All right. Shout out to them. Um, nah, we don't, we don't, we don't kick it like that no more. We don't kick it like that no more. They have an allegiance to, you know, a person that probably does not have an allegiance to me. And that gets in the way of things sometimes. You know what I mean? That's all that is. But shout out to them in Vegas. Hopefully they have a great weekend here. And uh, let's see here. We got, um, you know, some people do get in the way like women. Women will split you up from other people. And uh, other men will do that as well. They'll say, don't associate with them. It's okay. <laughs> all right. It's all right. Shout out to Gabriel says many things that you, he says many things that you are right. Amazon charged me for a prime membership and I called them because I canceled it two months ago. And it says they gave me my money back, but you have to check your accounts often. Wow. Yeah. You guys got to watch out for these companies, man. They are charging you like crazy. So be careful. Look at your bank statements with these auto payments. All right. Uh, Franklin says, the day I stopped drinking, the college Kool-Aid diabetic-ish was when my life worked. Yeah, he says, I worked in tech as a senior in, my, in just one year. I juggled two jobs, which put me at 210K in less than a year. Holding my third and fourth job after one year, went from sleeping in my car with an $18 security job an hour to getting two tech-oriented certs that changed my life. It's crazy how the right information is what we need. Employers get mad, and now uh, when you talk about their college degrees at your interviews, in the new workforce, I'm sorry, it's the new workforce politics, only certs would take you past the recruiting gateway. Nobody gives a F about your bachelors anymore. It's sad, but true. Wow. Wow. So watch out, guys, for that. Man, listen, it's a new world. A lot of people will say, no, this isn't true, right? But I know I've been an independent worker since 20, I want to say 2013, 2012. I went into what you would call independent working. 1099ing, independent contracting, and so forth. So it's been over a decade. And there was a part of my time where I did it even between jobs. Let me tell you, man. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> People haven't hired me based on my qualifications or certifications. They have not. Not degrees and all that stuff. They have not. And I've made more money in fields that don't, that that conversation never comes up. There's more money. Now, this doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't work for everybody. But it works for me because I'm sort of an aggressive person. I have a good personality. I'm a little charismatic. I have conversation. I can relate to people. People can depend on me. They believe in me. So people hire me not on my skill, not on my credentials. 
they hire me on, on my reputation and through networking, right? And word of mouth. Now, if I took my education today in a need position and I went and used my education to apply for jobs, I would take a pay cut. My pay cut would be miserable. I'd be begging people. I'd be begging people for jobs <laughs> right now. I literally be going in there. Yeah, but I got a master's and I got this expensive certification and I got high level this. They'd be like, okay, uh, sharpen these pencils. <laughs> you start off here in this cubicle. Here's some things. Enter into the data. Sharpen these pencils. Work your way up. What the fuck? I would be like, hell no. I'll go hustle. <laughs> I'm like, hell no. Begging you for this goddamn job. Hell no. You know what I mean? It's crazy world out here. It's a crazy ass world. Okay. Rational rationality says, sup. Met a Dita in Tulsa and ate her salsa. All right. You always got some creative stuff to say. MC Hanster, you all about her and she all about hers. Indeed. You're all about, you're all about her. She's all about hers. Pro Man Prince's first album was 1978, but he was definitely 80s. Another good example, Freedom Podcast. Shout out to the coach gang. Respect to the coach. Saving men one live stream at a time. It's the weekend, and what's up out here? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? ACDC coach tell Maya, I said, you're saying my, 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 my. Your show look good tonight. Desert Brew Crew, my mom was a cocktail waitress. My dad was a construction worker, but was a farm boy with a lot of land. He was a stud, but no condom. And is that, where's P.I.? No condom in P.I. or something in the 90, in the 60s. And there you go. He met her as a cocktail waitress, skeeted in her guts, and here you are. The workday show in the 90s, getting lucky, really meant getting lucky. Now the Gen Z's intense choking and facials, it's just standard. Women are toast, and it's just over here, right? He says, and I'm just over here to butter their bread. Guys, man, yeah, for real. I don't know, man, because not a lot of guys experience this, dude. These girls be coming over 19, 18, 20. Give me, daddy, take me, choke me, do me. Like, and you just met them. <laughs> like, oh. You're like, wow. They are not, they are not bashful. Swear to God, this girl comes over like ooh, junior college, freshman for real. Jumps right in my lap. Take me, daddy. Wow. I'm sitting up. Okay. Him, daddy. First time. No work. <laughs> no work. No trabajo, as they say. No trabajo. Somebody said, did I hear a content creator um, call out just pearly things for being a racist? And he says two other content creators, which I'm not trying to mention names here, are co-signing him. And um, I did have a discussion with the just pearly, uh, just a brief one, just to clear up, because I did see the clip and I got in direct contact with her, but I haven't had time to follow up. She responded, just so you know, and uh, just to see what's up. Let me just tell you and what I'm seeing here. There's a pivot going on. And I said that there was going to be a pivot. All right. And she's going into the pivot right now. And uh, bless her heart. Uh, all red pill content creators that exceed a certain level will pivot. <laughs> so um, that's just what's going to happen here. So guys are now making it a big issue 
Uh, but I often say I'm going to touch base with people before I go on and talk about them. That's why I don't talk about my relationships too in depth with red pill people. But I know people. And if I wanted to make a video on it, I would. But I, since I have personal relationships, I want to talk about it and be like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? What what is this and where are you going with it? Let me know. Just so I ain't out here twisting in the wind. All right. I'm not twisting in the wind. All right. So just so you know, same thing with Fresh and Fit. You know, we. We, there were there there's been things going on in the background between us and 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 me and uh i don't come on here and talk about it <laughs> all right but if you ask me real quick i'll address it real briefly but i don't come in here and talk about it we've had our conversations on the background and all that shit and you you don't see me on their shows and they'll be in my neighborhood apparently no invite and so people want to know and i'll tell you real briefly so i don't go out here and just blast a content creator because especially if they're in this space, because I don't want the, I'm not associated with the drama. So I'll come, I'll communicate with them on the back on that shit. Now, if it's somebody outside the sphere, sure, sure, I'll go in. But when you have personal relationships like that, you want to make sure you address it and clear it up before you take that shit to the air. All right. I'm not just going to take it to the air for views. I'm not going to do none of this shit. So I'm trying to clear it up with her. So we know what the hell's going on before I come on and be like, what the fuck is going on here? Because that's what I had. That's the question I had when I saw the clip. I was like, whoa. All right. And then I got in contact with her. But then I jumped on a live stream. So I've been followed up. All right. So um, anyway, that's all I got to say about that right now. I didn't like the clip. I was uncomfortable with the clip. Now, was she wrong? You know, there's some conversation to have in there. But, you know, the where it was going, I was like, this is interesting. So people got to really figure out what's going on now. You know what I mean? It is what it is. All right. Shout out to 2K. Uh, teacher says there's a public article on. Now we're going to Pearly again. And I'm not sure if you covered it. But she is nicknamed the female Andrew Tate. He says now we will find out a lot about her remember she said uh she this was her biggest fear um if they're putting articles about her being the female andrew tate uh what did i say what did i say about this space <laughs> what did i say i don't know if you remember because i said this about andrew tate i said this about andrew tate and people thought i was a hater and this was andrew tate peaking he was at his peak. What did I say? Who remembers what I said? CGA be right on point. Who remembers what I said? Yep. These old square got it. I said, don't blow up too fast in these YouTube streets. Do not blow up too fast. You don't want that type of attention. Now, some people can survive and thrive and, and bump around. But I said, if you rise up that fast and get that type of attention on you, you're going to you're going to catch some hell that you're not ready for. And eventually some things could happen to you, whereas like, I hope you enjoyed the ride for that year or two. Remember, Kevin Samuels was only relevant for a year and a half. Right. Kevin Samuels was only relevant for a year and a half. Now, I have been like I was ex I exceeded Kevin Samuels up until that year and a half. I was way ahead of him, which I'm not bragging, but that's showing you I'm trying to take a consistent long term approach to this. Kevin was around, but he didn't peak 
He was around slightly before me, just to be honest. But he didn't peak until the last year and a half. But then when he peaked, he went shoop, and then it went boom, pat. It went, it went, it crashed. When I started the peak, I took the all right. Let me level this shit off. I leveled it off, and then I experienced what I experienced. Pearly has only been around for a year. Andrew Tate has been around for a little bit of time, but he wasn't really relevant. And his relevance was like six months. He was only relevant for six months. It wasn't even more than six months. He had been around in the space, but he really was kind of just kind of low key. He was really focusing on other things. But then when he went to the top, top, it was only six months. So you guys got to watch out, right? You got to watch out of how you do your thing here. And I'm not trying to hate. You guys got to really watch out. If Depending on what you want to do. If you want to just come in and get a quick buck, you can do it. Come in and get a quick buck. But, you know, if you think you're just going to go from one day zero and then a year or a year and a half later to a million and you don't think people coming to for your head and your neck, they coming for your head and your neck, right? They gonna come for your neck. And if they start writing articles on you, why I've avoided articles, I've avoided the Dr. Phil shit, I've avoided the whole, I want to jump on mainstream, I've avoided it. I've ignored all the calls, I've ignored the emails, I got the same emails and calls and invites that everybody else did. I've never begged for this shit. I was like, I'm not begging for to jump on and get on TV. I don't need it. I don't need no articles written about me. Right. I don't need to collab. I don't need to be in anybody's pockets. I don't need to suck on salami to get on people's podcasts. I've avoided it. I don't pay people to jump on a podcast. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about none of that shit. I just want to do my show. I want you guys to support it. I want to do my show. I don't care about the numbers anymore. I got 400,000 plus subs on this one, combining all of the channels that I have. I'm probably about to be at 500,000 at some point combining all of these. I'm done. I'm good. What I want now is to just keep that shit going for as long as I can, because I look at people like, yeah, I'm playing the long game. I look at people like Jesse Lee Peterson. Think what you want to think, but he's been doing it for 30 years. He's been doing it for 30 years. All right. That's what you want. You want that shit to be 30 years right under the radar. You know what I mean? You piss some people off. You come back, float, float, float. You don't want to go in and come in. You don't want to go in with a bang and go out with a bang. You don't want that shit on top of your head because you don't know who's then coming for you, right? Longevity mm. is the key. Longevity is the key, not numbers. Subscribers, views, all that shit. You want that shit to be, yep. I look at people. I study people like that. I study people like Howard Stern. How did he last so long? I study people like um, 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 what is the goo's name? Um, oh shit, I can't even think of his name. Rush Limbaugh. I study people even like um, I I, I forget names. It's a black guy. He got a milk dud head. He fat. I can't remember his name. <laughs> I study people and go, what's how do you survive doing this? Oh, did they get JLP too? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but you got to you gotta think long-term. Even if you're demonetized, think long-term because you want to be producing. 
oh, Tom Likas, but there was another guy, a black guy. I can't remember. I don't agree with nothing he says, but he's a uh, Roland Martin, Roland Martin, Roland Martin, Tom Joyner. I look at them and I go, how do they, how do they do their show? And they don't go out trying to go out and, and just jump in there. They just kind of keep it longevity. That's kind of what I'm looking for. That's my, that's my goal. That's why I don't rush it. And I don't rush to do collabs and I don't rush to get numbers and I don't rush to get subscribers. I just do my show <laughs> and stay under the radar. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I do anyway. Uh, let's see. Jack Vandetta says, I bet them black and miles got her box smelling like spoiled calamari. Damn. All right. Shout out to you, Johnny Law. Hypergamy knows no limits. Look at Lamar's situation. Turned down $44 million a year guaranteed, not to mention incentives. And that is a good segue. Thank you for that to Johnny Law. We're going to go into this because this is going to be some son husband, son husband stuff. Yeah, spread my streams, but I'm not trying to get in the newspapers. <laughs> All right. What I'm telling you is I'm not trying to get famous. I'm not trying to get in the newspaper. Uh, I'm not trying to have articles written about me. I'm not trying to have Vice magazine come over and, and interview. I don't want none of that shit. I don't want none of that. Y'all can stay over there. I'll be over here. All right. I'm yeah, I'm keeping it underground. I'm on the black market. I'm I'm the dude like I'm the mixtape. I'm the mixtape producer. <laughs> I want my shit to be mixtape famous. I ain't trying to get to all that shit, right? All right, so uh, son husband shit. Lamar Jackson, is he being destroyed by his mammy? Now, if you guys don't know, I've come out and said some things about Lamar Jackson. I said he's never going to win a Super Bowl. Forget it. He's not going to be able to even put together a team because he doesn't have power and leverage in his franchise to even become a Super Bowl winner. And his 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 ability, he's a running back that throws, all right? Now, you do have running quarterbacks that win, but they're quarterbacks that run. He's a running back that throws, all right? That's basically what's happening here, all right? And also, it, you got to have leverage with your team to get the right pieces into your organization. Lamar Jackson apparently does not have leverage in his organization. He has zero leverage. He doesn't have a registered NFL agent. The NFL owners are kind of making his negotiations tough. They keep franchise tagging him. He's turned down guaranteed money. And we're learning that, we're learning that his mother is his agent. Mm. <laughs> like, let me say mm. something here. Now, listen, at some particular point, it might work for them and they'll make a movie off the mother. And they'll be like, the mother that was the agent of an NFL player who won the Super Bowl and got the big bag. But the owners, because he's trying to go about it another way, which he has his mother representing him, they're, they're, they're playing with him. This is what happens when you don't have a registered agent. They're playing games with him. So people are asking where Lamar Jackson's going. He's going nowhere. He'll be in Baltimore. He'll be in Baltimore. He's franchise tagged. That's number one. If a team exceeds the offer, gives them an offer sheet, the Ravens will just match it, and he'll be back in Baltimore. <laughs> right but the mom let's go ahead and go to the footage here let's go ahead and go in here the mother her name is felicia jones i believe um 
is his is is kind of his representation. And if you know about NFL negotiations, they can get quite ugly. They can get personal. Even if it's your quarterback, the owners are going to go in there and roast you. They're going to tell you you ain't shit and you don't deserve the money. Now, if you send a personal person in there like your mother or yourself on that behalf, you're going to get a personal attack. You're going to feel like they attacked you and they're going to tell you where you where you messed up. All right. And where you are faulty at and where you need to improve. They're not going to say we're happy to have you. Let's give you the money. They're not going to do that. And so his mother apparently is his lead representation, right? You've seen Lamar Jackson make several mistakes. Like there was a clip of him playing some basketball or flag football on a concrete basketball court in the neighborhood. I think he was filming something and some some kids wanted him to do some one-on-one shit. Like and he's doing the coverage on them. He's playing on an asphalt basketball court. Now, anybody who knows that you would not have a franchise quarterback doing anything like that. Guys, you can't do this. Anybody that has good management and agents would never let their player do that. You can't do that because if you twist a knee out on the asphalt, you're, you're screwed, especially when you're trying to negotiate contracts. His dad died, okay, when he was eight. And apparently his dad died on the same day that his grandmother died. Very, very tragic. So he does not have his dad in his life, unfortunately. And I don't know if the mom and the dad were together at the time. I, I don't I, I don't know the information on that. Okay. And so she is his life. This is some Kevin Durant mother shit right here. Okay, this is some Kevin Durant mother shit. And this is not going well for Lamar o- Lamar Jackson, not Lamar Odom. Let's show you what Lamar Jackson's dealing with here. He, I don't know if he can tell his mother no. No, it was a heart attack. I don't think it was a drive-by shooting. I think it was a heart attack. She's killing this guy. Like, look, Lamar Jackson, with all his elite talent, has no endorsements. This could be wrong. No Nike, no Under Armour, no Puma, no Adidas. Now, I don't know this to be true. I, 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 I can't tell you if this is true or not. I'm just using this. Yep, she's the devouring mother. He has no endorsement deals. He has trouble signing to a new team. He's turned down a $250 million contract. He does not have any major endorsements from any major company. Possibly another injury could mess up his career, which he's been injured the last two years, if I'm not mistaken, possibly three. He has not played in many playoff games, and I believe the one playoff game he played recently, he was injured in the game. He was injured. And then in this season, he was injured. But he could have came back and played. He could have came back. There were people in the organization and teammates that said he could have played. But he decided he decided not to play in this recent playoff game. Right? And this is why many owners are saying, yo, this guy is not making the right decisions. He could have played. Then all because his mother is his agent and doesn't have a legit agent. There's no legit he has no certified agent representing him. Now, here's a twist that just happened the other day. Um, let me see here. Lamar Jackson had 
another person. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find the news real quickly. And um, here we go. The NFL put out a memo. And so this is what, what we have to understand because what, what people will do is, and what people have done about this situation is they've tried to say this was about race, right? It's the black quarterback thing. But what you have to understand is behind the scenes, there's other shit going on. And this is why he's getting, I, I believe, blackballed by the NFL. They're playing him like a fool. And this is what happens. All right. Um, it says right here, NFL memo, non-agent might be contacting teams for Lamar Jackson. Now, what happens is what seems to be happening is there's another. Lamar Jackson has denied this. I will come out and say this. He's denied this. But a registered agent might be negotiating behind the scenes on his behalf. And the NFL said, do not let this person talk to you about Lamar Jackson. Thus, kneecapping Lamar Jackson in any potential underneath negotiations. And the person is named. I don't know all the details. I'm just reading you off the details. The, the person is named uh, Francis, last name Francis. Why can't I find it in the article? Oh, Ken Francis says right here, the Lamar Jackson offseason saga took another unexpected turn with the distribution of a league-wide memo and the involvement of a business partner on fitness equipment. All right, so his fitness equipment business partner named Ken Francis is alleged to have been helping negotiate deals for Lamar Odom. I mean, I can't say Lamar Odom. A business partner. This is not an agent. It's not a certified agent. You have to be certified through the NFL, guys. This is all red tape. It's all part of the game. It's all part of the game. So people are like, well, you don't need no agent. Yes, apparently you do. NFL is not playing no games. And it says on Thursday, the NFL sent out a memo to all clubs notifying them that the person is not a certified by the NL NFLPA might be attempting to persuade teams, personnel, to enter into contract negotiations with Jackson. Okay? And it says, under league rules, teams can speak only with Jackson because he doesn't have an agent. Mm. <laughs> right? Well, his mom is his agent, but you guys got to understand, when you're going into negotiations, it's best that you're not in the room because you're going to get personally attacked. All right. And so this is why people have agents to buffer against that. And they know how to play the game. But Lamar Jackson's trying to go around the system and say, no, I'll represent myself or my mom or my business partner. Yo, mm. these agents, I'm sorry, these NFL owners, if you know, you know, new, 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 new world order. Most of them are going to come from the tribe of the small hats, right? This is what NFL and NBA owners are. They're very, very difficult to negotiate with, even if you are bringing a lawyer into the room. And they don't play that old hamming it up, I'm just a small, sound, single mother bullshit. They don't care. <laughs> They're not caring about that. I'm just a single mother looking out for my son. Who gives a shit? All right, that, that story don't fly here. This ain't a movie. They don't care. They're going to put your ass in a bind, and they got them in a bind. To the point where he ain't going to get his money and he already turned down significant money. So they're not going to come back to that and say, we need you. They'll go with a secondary quarterback. And let's be honest, the Baltimore Ravens can win a Super Bowl without Lamar Jackson.
This is opinion now. They can win without him. Their defense is stellar. Their defense is on point. Baltimore has already run one, two Super Bowls. Name the quarterbacks the Ravens won Super Bowls with. None of them are Hall of Famers. Not a neither one of them. They don't need Lamar Jackson to win. <laughs> they don't. Their defense has always been lights out, and it's still lights out right now. Name the two quarterbacks the Ravens won Super Bowls with. Trent Dilfer and Joe Flacco. You don't need Lamar Odom. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. I keep saying Odom. Joe Flacco and Trent Dilfer got Super Bowl rings with the Ravens. You think they need J Lamar Jackson? They they don't need him. They can they can win without him. They can they can win one. They'll win one without him before they win one with him. <laughs> right? They don't need Lamar Odom either. Okay, so with that being said, people got to think about this now. What didn't happen now, people are saying the, the racism and Colin Kaepernick and they're blackballing black quarterbacks. I don't see it when you know the background information. And this mother, the devouring mother, could be potentially hurting the guy. It's not that he has an agent that's getting screwed over. It's the mom that's, that set him on a path where he cannot say no to his mother the mother says she's just as important as him, and um, and uh, she's holding him back. She's holding him back. Let me see. The New York Giants quarterback just got this deal. Okay, let me see here. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. And as you know, Daniel Jones had a good year this year. Daniel Jones, has out. he's out-earning almost every quarterback in incentives right now. And he has an agent. This is Lamar. This is Daniel Jones's contract right now, right? This is Daniel Jones's contract. He got 160 mil, four years, 160. 36 million dollar signing bonus, 92 million dollars guaranteed, annual average salary, 40 million dollars. And it's for Daniel Jones. He's out earning almost every NFL quarterback. Yeah, them New York taxes going to kick that ass. Now, why doesn't Lamar have that contract? He's he, he's better than he's better than Daniel Jones. My assertion is he doesn't have the right people leading him. He has to, he's trying to go around and circumvent the system, keep all the money in the family. He can't tell his devouring mom no. And the mom is misleading and mismanaging this guy. She's destroying his career. Mm. Period. There's no racism here. This is all typical community bullshit, like single mother raise shit. This is what it is. And you can't be mad. You cannot be mad. She doing it. They're doing it to themselves. It's a sad, sad story. Sad, sad story. But it is not unlike many of you men. It is not like unlike many of you men who cannot kick your single mother to the damn curb. All right, kick her ass. Be like, look, mom, sit back. You can't be in the limelight. Can't be Michelle Obama. Sit down. Crazy stuff. All right, so anyway, yeah, he says Lonzo Ball kind of got messed up. Somebody says he does have an agent, though, an agent of chaos. And guys, these teams don't have to give him money. They don't have to give him the money. And also, the message is out. You know, these tribes talk to each other. They basically said, 
Nobody touched the guy. <laughs> I mean, nobody give him the big offer. No, don't throw any money at him. Yo, that's sad, man. It, it, it's sad to say. It's sad to say, but this shit is happening to this dude real time. When you're a mama's boy, it's the type of shit that happens. Mama boy shit. There is definitely collusion. There's, there, I, I'm, I'm going to be on the side of that. They definitely are colluding against him. And if there's a lawsuit to be won, I don't know. Maybe they can fight that lawsuit. I'm sure the mother will represent him as a client and as a lawyer too. But they're blocking him. He could go to any team. He could be doing well. But I think um, these teams have got the message. Don't give them the money. <laughs> Don't give them the money. They ruthless. This is why you have. This is why you have an agent. This is why you have a father, but his father died, so we he can't do. But this is why you have an agent. This is why you kick your mom to the curb. Agent of chaos. Sad story. Black men, listen up. Black man, listen up. Your mom should not, if you're that dude, your mom should not be leading you. All right, let's get to the next one. Game has changed here. The game has changed. Um, the 90s are dead. 90s are dead. Let me see here. I got to close up some windows. I should have kept that window open. I like that one. Okay, the black and mild chick. I'm going to keep that open because I'm going to clip it. All right, we got Lamar Jackson and his mama. Son husband, son husbands. All right, um, the 90s are gone and dead. Check out what's happening here with the dating marketplace. Uh, you know, we talk about game and macking and all of that stuff, and I, I have a strong opinion about it because you can get around, you can get around now and get to where you want without doing all of that stuff. Now, if you want to do it and you feel good and you feel that women validate you uh, because they're paying you a little bit of attention, go with it. But uh, let's take you to the to the latest of the cold approaching right here and see how it's working. A lot of cold approach artists like to believe that taking another man's girl is actually better than getting your own girl. I've seen this in real time. So they won't go get a girl on their own. They'll go up to a girl that has a dude and give the woman attention and cock block the guy. Let's take you to see how that's working out. Hey, hold on. Excuse me. I have something really important. The moment I saw you... My eyes were just, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, man. That's reprehensible. <laughs> All right. So he's running game on the girl that got a dude, at least with her, a beta bell orbiter, and he goes to run his pickup line. Yeah, Mr. Steal Your Girl shit. Mr. Steal Your Girl tactics. Yeah. You get clapped out. The moment I saw you, my eyes were just, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> That's the way, a quick way to get deleted. <laughs> you get knocked the f out these days you know what i mean you can't do stuff like that so be careful out here trying to run girl run up on girls that got guys already uh but uh the dating marketplace has changed and it has become a transactional marketplace uh there's guys that are still fighting it and i i agree with you it's sad that people have to come out here and pay you know it's it's undercutting a lot of guys who are uh really trashy men that feel like they should be able to finesse hoes and keep them in their place. Guys, women got the internet. <laughs> they got the internet. All right, they got a whole bunch of massive amount of attention. They got simps. They, the game is over, man. You know what I mean? Trying to shame dudes for not doing that and women for doing that is a fruitless activity. And it makes for good content because uh, the women look quite, quite delusional, right? They quite look, you know, you put them on a podcast, they look stupid. But then when the podcast shut off, you, the podcaster, 
has to deal with the reality that she going out there going to make some money. She going out there with NFL ball players. She going out there getting ran through and she loving it. She going out there face down, ass up, facing the pillow. Her reality turns her back to her reality and your reality turns back to your reality where you got to come up with scenarios as to why she should start obeying you and getting finessed by you. Hey, you should be with me and so I can finesse you, right? That's what the podcasts are sounding like now. All right, the podcast sound like this. You know what? You'll need men just in case dinosaurs come back. And when dinosaurs come back and the shit hits the fan, you'll need me so I can finesse you. <laughs> That's what it sound like. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, wait a minute. You want them to go and get done bad by you for free. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you try to convince them to go out there so and then don't have an advantage. That's what it sounds like to me. But it ain't worth it because y'all actually wasting y'all breath. You're wasting your time. Yeah, they look stupid. You know what's going to happen in 20 years. But why you want them? Why you want them to go back so you can play them like a fiddle, right? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, nah, I'm not going to go that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make my money. All right, so let's go in here. Somebody says, show it one more time. Show the dude, the game dude getting knocked the fuck out, running up. All right, let's see. He, Hey, look, as we say, run up and get done up. Hey, hold on. Excuse me. I have something really important. The moment I saw you, my eyes were just, oh my god, I love you. Oh, uh, yeah, he said, hey, oh. Excuse me. I have something really important. The moment I saw you, my eyes were just, oh my god, I love you. Uh, yeah, man, you know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> that's how game guys look at today. Y'all getting knocked out the box. <laughs> my man hitting them with the overalls and shit. All right, that definitely is like Kansas City. She got super wet. He had her. He was about to put her on the tracks. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get to the videos here. Uh, let's see this one woman here. She wants to know. This woman wants to know why the talking stage has disappeared. Obviously, you do have this group of women out here who have been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. They want to know why men don't talk anymore. What about the talking stage? Remember when we were talking? I talked about that earlier. You had to wait, get in contact with her. You had to wait. Let's wait a while. You're just talking. Don't rush. Uh, don't move too far. You know what I mean? She wants to go back to where she finesses the shit out of men. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Respectfully, y'all. I'm sorry I had to be the one to say it, but dead ass, can we please bring back the talking and the dating stage? Because nowadays, niggas, right? They go to the club, get a female, fuck her, now they dating. What happened? When did you get to know Shorty? Like, did she meet your parents? Like, did, did you meet hers? Like, what the fuck just happened? Now y'all living together, got a baby on the way. Wait, wait. Like, it'd be so crazy how this talking stage, yo, talking stage... Strictly for talking, no sleepovers, no sex, nothing involved in that category. But y'all sit there and slip up. Y'all slip up. All of a sudden, now dick is in your mouth. Like, wait, what happened? Now, are y'all dating? Y'all not even dating. Wait, like, I don't understand it, bro. It's like y'all sit there and get y'all souls entwined. Now, like, y'all don't even know who y'all was dating. Now your soul is all fucked up. You emotionally fucked up. And now you blaming the whole world. When in reality, you, blame, you need to blame your coochie or your penis because they the ones that made the decision, not your heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't understand. Respectfully. I got a question. Can we go back to where females were lady stage? Remember when females were women and ladies? 
any chance we can go back there? We don't even know what a woman is now in 2023. You want to go back to the talking and dating stage. That's number one, because you're not very ladylike in this clip. I mean, you're the opposite of it. You're very masculine. Can we go back to where women weren't masculine and women were feminine? See, you can't just go back to the talking and dating stage because you don't even know that that's not even traditional ways to meet people. That is a prostitution-oriented way to pe meet people. Secondly, what is up with the deep voice and the cursing like a sailor and the, you know what I mean, and you know what I'm saying, and the masculine expressions and all of these things and the bonnet and the way you're presenting yourself in public. None of this shit would have flown in the 90s or the 80s. But you just want to go back where the benefit and the advantage would be all yours, where you can slow pimp your way into finessing guys out of dinners and dates and movies and free things because you didn't have it. Can we go back to where women didn't have excessive access to attention and validation? Can we go back to the days where game guys are not out here trying to finesse men to go out there and do a the impossible to date women like you? Can we go back to that? See, you guys want it both ways. Even men in this manosphere, you want it your way so you can have the advantage. She also wants it her way so she can have the advantage. And everybody's trying to finesse everybody. It all comes down to dollar and cents and body counts. And everybody's doing it the wrong way. Uh, talking stage was essentially going to be courting. But the reason why a woman would take so long to talk to you is because she can only juggle two salamis at once. She didn't have 50 and 60 salamis and validation and attention. She did not have those things. So she had to really slowly progress things to make sure what you guys were doing is serious. That would be close to courting. Dating is a prostitution act. D dating is not how you meet mates. All right. It is the way you fornicate. It is a way to slip up and have a oopsie baby. But dating is just you paying for access to the woman. That's all it is. All right. But people have feel that dating is not uh, not pay for play, which is which is absurd to me. But she wants to take it back there because she has the advantage, but she is not presenting herself. If you stop smoking weed with these Tyrones and stop getting ran through. And stop jumping on the Internet mad that you got ran through by the next Tyrone that you were smoking a bong with or smoking some black and miles or heavy chronic with. Then you probably will put yourself in a good situation. But here you are. Here you are complaining about it. Now, this is affecting the younger generations, right? Let's take you to, um, let me see if I can find the clip. Let's take you to a father who catches his daughter in these streets. In these streets. So if you're a father and you have a young woman, this is how crazy it was. Because back in the day, if you caught your daughter out here acting like a, a, a skeezer, you could actually put her in check. But now you can embarrass her. You can shame her. And if she turned out to be a stripper, you can just go ahead and go ahead and um, um uh, disassociate with her. You could cut her ass off. I cut your ass off. Now your daughter turns into a skeezer. They blame the parents. And the parents are trying to keep the shit in check. Let's show, take you to a, a, a man. He's going to find out his daughter's pop locking and dropping it. <laughs> All right. And he's like, look, I'm trying to help you stay off the pole. I'm, sorry, I'm trying to help you from being a thought. But now they're criticizing the dad. They're saying what you're doing is going to make it worse. She was already. She was already headed down the whole mm. 
before the father caught it. How is he going to make it worse? But let's go ahead and roll the film. Little fuck boy friends. This is her dad. She's a silly ass little thought. I understand that. And you boys are just playing into what she's putting out there. But the fact of the matter is that she's got parents that don't condone her bullshit. And I'm going to appreciate it very well if you little sons of bitches will stay off my daughter's Snapchat and all her other fucking Instagram, uh, Instagram and all these other social sites. And just to let all the boys know, she's got multiple boyfriends she's talking to. So if you think you're the only one, you're not. And she's telling all y'all the same thing. So we're trying to teach her not to be a thought. So if y'all can help us to unthought this little thought, uh, just stay away. Unfriend her, block her, go away. Bye-bye. This is when he shows the young lady. I'm not into showing underage young uh, uh, young women or men. I don't show anybody under the age of 18 on my show. If I do, it's an accident. But now he shows her and puts her on blast. Now, Here's what's happening. You do have a two-parent household. I don't know if the two people are the parents, but you have a mother or a female figure and the father. He probably is at his wit's end, and he's like, look. He probably recorded this for her Snapchat, not for the internet. I'm assuming he's recording it for the internet, I mean, for the Snapchat, for the people on there, and this just got leaked out. All right, this is just going to be my assumption. I'm not, I don't think he's, publicly shaming her i think he contacted the people on the snapchat list and that's what they clicked on and somebody recorded it and then they sent it out to the to the internet this is just what i'm thinking is happening however shaming when the shaming's gone you cannot have control this kid can run to cps therapist and all this shit and then she's gonna blame the father and it's all jermaine's fault it's always Jermaine. When in fact she was on headed the Hoville anyway. The reason why he made the video, because she was out there thotting. And he was like, I got no other recourse. I'm going to just make sure these young boys know that this girl is in the streets already. And let me just tell you. In the streets? I don't want to hear none of you virtual signaling, caping ass simps. Talking about, well, she underage and it'll make it worse. Guys, if you grew up in Atlanta and Memphis, if you grew up in Milwaukee and Chicago, if you grew up in Detroit and Cleveland, if you grew up in Rochester and New York, you already know these hoes was hoeing when they was 13, 14, and 15. You already know it. I don't want to hear no shit acting like she was some sort of public, uh, private school girl and she was on her way to brilliance and then the dad derailed her. I don't want to hear it. She was already doing the nasty in the bushes. We already know this shit in the bathrooms. We already know this. Don't, stop acting like they wasn't doing this already. Stop acting like that. I can't stand these people who jump on the internet. Well, she a young girl and she don't know. They was already doing this shit when they was 13 in Bunkhead. Already pregnant at 14. Drinking E&J and Crown Royal in middle school. They was already doing this in Philly and Baltimore. Stop. They, we we got to stop with this shit. They was already sneaking out the house. She was already sucking on whatnot. She was sucking on um Laffy Taffy and sucking on dudes. Mm. There's too much evidence for us to do this. Stop with the caping bullshit. She already been bad. She already smoking weed. She already doing this. 
So listen, the dad's like, what I what do I need to do now? We need to tell these young boys that she she's telling everybody. Again, let's go back to game and finessing. These girls know how to game you well before you know how to game them. That's been my theory for a long time. These girls know how to game you before you game them. This is why I think game is stupid for 98% of men because they're acting like the woman is dumb and she don't know what's coming. Since they were young, they've been already gaming dudes and letting them do this and carry books. And she got a group of guys that think she's a good girl and a group of guys that know she a skeezer. They've been playing you like a fool for a long ass time. <laughs> and then you show up when the girls in the nightclub at 25 thinking some bullshit is going to work on them. And you are you a goofy. She's been turning y'all ninjas in circles and tying you in knots since she was in the eighth grade. Stop with the bullshit. They learn this shit early. Now, with this being said, they're learning it earlier and earlier and earlier. So the game done changed. The advantage is not towards you. Sending dudes for some text game is not going to be it. This guy right here, the dad's telling you, even the mom in the background, sounded like somebody's white mama. And guys, she gaming y'all. I want you to hear it again. The mom is like, they telling, she got, she telling 15 boys the same thing. Where we at? Let's go ahead and play it again. All right, look. And so I, I'm not going to show the girl's face. Take a look. Look at her. She already got her hair dyed like Cardi B. It's a wrap. Send the hey, send the damn. It's a wrap. We already know what she's doing. We already know what she's doing. All right, let me refresh it so as I don't show the girl here. Uh, let's see here. It's already a wrap. They let her come in. Can I get an ear pierce? Can I get two earrings? Can I get a bull nose ring? Can I get an eyebrow ring? Can I dye my hair red? It's over. Can I get long fingernails? It's a wrap. Send her to the streets. Send her to the damn streets. In these streets. She already ready for the liberal um, therapist. Uh, let's see here. Let me see here. Take this little fuck boyfriends. This is her dad. She's a silly ass little thought. I understand that. And you boys are just playing into what she's putting out there. But the fact of the matter is that she's got parents that don't condone her bullshit. And I'm going to appreciate it very well if you little sons of bitches will stay off my daughter's Snapchat and all her other fucking Instagram, uh, Instagram and all these other social sites. And just because to let all the boys know, she's got multiple boyfriends she's talking to. So if you think you're the only one, you're not. Woo! Now, a lot of guys, I hear a lot of commentary about the dad. And yeah, some people are calling him a simp. Some people are calling him an abusive parent and he's a lost cause and he's causing the problem and he's going to further exacerbate the problem. I'm hearing all of these things and he has nowhere to go. He has no hope. He, I'm hearing all of this. But back in the day, dads used to do this. Back in the day, dads used to do this. They used to say, stay the F away from my daughter. <laughs> do not come on my daughter. Do not come on my porch. If I get home from work and these rusty ninjas is on my porch, I'm going to go and start blasting y'all. I'm going to start knocking ninjas out. The dad is at least trying to protect the daughter. He calling them and he's he really don't have no smoke 
for the guys. He's talking about the daughter. He's like, look, she gaming you. She messing y'all around. She thought, watch out. He's trying to give the watch out to the guys. Look, she's playing y'all like a fiddle. And he's like, do not let my daughter play you because she's out here playing all of y'all. Right? Here we go right here. And the white mama in the background, the white mama in the background, and she has 15 boyfriends. And she's telling all y'all the same thing. So we're trying to teach her not to be a thought. So if y'all can help us to unthought this little thought. He ain't coming after the boys. Uh, just stay away. Unfriend her, block her, go away. Bye-bye. Yeah, unfriend her, block her, go away. Where was the guy saying he had smoke for the guys? <laughs> he, was, he didn't have no smoke for the guys. He was like, watch out, man. She playing you like a fool. She playing y'all. Now, do the guys know they're being played? Some of them probably care. Somebody probably don't. All right, but the game is being changed. Uh, even the parents have no, no protection over the kids anymore. She runs to the teacher, say this shit. He goes on the internet, says this. They going to try to strip the custody and all. It's, it's bad out here. It's getting bad. So not even the fathers who try to protect the daughter. He A, a father tries to protect the daughter. He's the bad guy. Mm. He's the bad guy. <laughs> this is where we are in the world. There's people that were like, oh, he totally wrong for this. Okay, what was he supposed to do? Public shaming was a way to stop people's behavior. What was he supposed to do? Yeah, what was he supposed to do? And it's all Jermaine Foe. It's always Jermaine Foe. All right, what about this woman right here? Uh, this is a woman who's going to say, she's going to say, um, uh, why, her skeezy, why her skeezer behaviors are giving her the life that she is now living. So this is one of these popular memes, and it says, me trying to convince myself to go out with the guy who's not my type because the guys who are my type keep breaking my heart. All right, so we'll go ahead and play it. And this woman is basically like, I got to give myself the pep talk to not get ran through and give a good guy a chance. Here we go. He's a good man, Savannah. A good man. He's a good man, Savannah. A good man. A good man, Savannah. A good man. All right. So this is a professional rider. <laughs> she done rolled so much Johnson that you ninjas finally get it and think you got it for free. <laughs> right. But of course, we all know women have a type and men have a type. But as you know, women's type seem to always be every other woman's type as well. It is very rare that a group of women do not have the same type, all right? Every now and then, a woman might say, I like nerdy dudes. It, the woman's not going to be between the age of 30, 13 and 25. They're going to run through all the same types of guy and then come out here and either turn it in, to a, turn it in for a good guy who's not getting it for free. He's getting used and abused, uh, a used and abused woman, or the woman will continue to ride the carousel and fight her inner demons. <laughs> By the time she's 40, she's going to be like, I'm happy single out here. Yeah. He's a good man, Savannah. A good man. <laughs> and that ain't even going to help out here today.
Them times are gone, gone. Them times are gone, gone. All right, she's going to give it to who she wants to give it to, not who's trying to convince her to give it to her, who she wants to give it to. The one she's want to give it to is not trying. No, he ain't running game on her. That's her type. And she's going to give it to him. All right, so for the guys that will say, see, that's why you run game. No, she's giving it to who she wants to give it to. Mm. <laughs> Let's give it to the next person specifically. Um, I don't know who this woman is, but most of these people here have been the black community, which let me just tell you, the black community is done in terms of dating and relationships. Stick a fork in it. It's done. And it wasn't done yesterday. It was done 40 years ago or more 50 years ago. It's been stick a fork in it. That shit is done overcooked, microwave, cooked and crisp. It's been done. There's no helping it. There's no helping it. You're going to have to let it burn. I know people hate this shit. People hate it. People hate it. No, nah, what's the solution, coach? Crisp. It's a crispy critter, that good wholesome bunch. The low sugar cereal with lots of crunch. Mm. <laughs> that shit is crunchy, crispy. Where are we at? Let's get it. Um, This woman right here is going to talk about why men pay. Here we go right here. This is a sister here. Maybe a pick me. Um, I would I would skeet on her neck. I would do something with her. I could do she usable here, but the look in her face, she got the thousand rooster stare. <laughs> All right. She got the you know she been ridden. She been riding salami since her days in bunkhead, middle school. Here we go. Let's play it. Let me see if I can get her going here. But she is speaking facts. We are going. She is going to speak facts. All right. But only a carousel rider like this could speak these type of facts. Here we go. Women be like, I, well, I ain't his mate. I don't want to serve. Okay. Well, if he got everything, what do you think he need from you aside from some pussy? And it's pussy everywhere. That's why men don't mind buying pussy. Men don't mind buying pussy. They don't mind buying it. And the reason why most men don't mind buying pussy because it comes with less of a headache when you pay for it. And the pussy be better when you pay for it. She would know. <laughs> she would know. <laughs> she said she would know. Oh, man. Hey, what happened to the ladies of the world? And man, my God. All right. But let's listen to what else she has to say here. Let's continue. If you're paying for the pussy, it's good pussy. And it don't come with all of the extras. Yeah, the extras they want you to jump through uh, for this right here. <laughs> Goodness. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's going to make a point, though. Let's continue. So put your put yourself in a predicament where he'd be like, I will buy this. I will pay for this service. Oh, my. And then he'll start compensating you for your services. Wow, man. Boy, I tell you, man. Hey, we gone, man. <laughs> Yo, yo, it's gone, man. It's gone. Who think, look, who thinks, who thinks we can return back? Remember the girl with the bonnet? All right, let me go back before we finish hers. Remember with the girl with the bonnet that asked about the talking phase? Can we go back to talking and dating? We absolutely cannot. 
go back to talking in depth. What? Bye bye. Y'all look, ladies, y'all started this shit. Y'all started this shit. Yo, and when you start some shit, it's gonna be some shit. Y'all want it to be free and 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 and, and have sex like men and, and do what you want to do and sell peace, leaving secret. And yo, what bruh, rap. It's a rap. Now y'all want us to cooperate. <laughs> now y'all want us to cooperate. Hey, can y'all stop being out here? <laughs> this is crazy. Erica Badu out here. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can find Erica Badu's Twitter. All right. Erica Badu. Hold on for a second. Erica Badu. Erica Badu. She's just tweeted something. And this is an example of what we're talking about. Let me see if I can find her Twitter. Let me go find her Twitter. Because she getting roasted out here. She getting absolutely roasted. Let me see if I can find the tweet. All right. Let me see. It might be gone now. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here it is right here. This Erica Badu, y'all. Not well, that woman's not Erica Badu. Erica Badu getting roasted. Check it out. This is why she getting roasted. Look at her Twitter. Guys, it's done. We doomed. Hey, ring the bell. Ring the bell. Now, let me just give you the rundown. Erica Badu actually has another good clip that I wanted to play for y'all. She has three children by three different daddies. She has three children by three different men. And of course, she finds herself single. She has three children by three different rappers. And she says on March 19th, 2023, this is why the black community is dead. I mean, if you cannot see why you're you're you shouldn't be able to come back from this. She said, I will not settle for anything less but my king. Where are you? Wait a minute. Who are you? Guys, it's a wrap. I, I don't know what y'all want me to tell you. You want me to provide the solution and drag these women back to righteousness. <laughs> you cannot have this mindset. Like, you cannot. Again, the 90s are dead. Erica Badu is 90s for sure, and she won't lay down. Lay down, ma'am. Lay down. Hey, Erica, I got a picture for you right here. This is your picture right here. Throw the damn towel. Throw that shit in. You you messed up. <laughs> All right, listen. You threw away your years. You had your babies. There, it, 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 it. But but as as long as people think like this, that into their these nineties peoples, you nineties people, you hear the bell tolling for your ass. Rap. As long as these 90s people still think they're relevant and everything they did to mess up their lives to this point is relevant, you're messing up the game for everybody else because you're bringing in your bullshit from decades ago to today. This is like telling people, look, let me show you. This is like people in the 1890s. 
Yeah, I had to go there. All right, let me show you what life was like in the 1890s. All right, so just so we can put this as a frame of reference so you old ninjas can go sit down. If you're not willing to progress, this is the 1890s. I hear the Tennessee University of Tennessee theme song when I see this shit. Shout out to good old Rocky Top. Woo! This is the 1890s, bruh. All right, now watch this. Let's go to 1920. <laughs> All right, let's go to 1920. All right, <laughs> look, let's accelerate this 30 years to show how different life is. Look, look at the 1920s and shit. <laughs> All right, look at the 1920s. They got the radio. They indoors. They got curtains and lamps and shit. All right. 30 years prior to that, they was outside on the wilderness. That's how the 1990s ninjas look talking about 2020 ninjas. Yeah. Good old Rocky Top. Woo. This is 1990 ninjas out here with their baggy jeans and their pistols. Listen around. Uh, listen to listen to nineties uh R and B hip hop. <laughs> Ninety digits. Would y'all sit down? We got cars all in the twenties. We sitting around here. We got flappers. We got look. Let me let me show you. All right, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Why why this is so why this is all zoomed in? I don't know why this is all zoomed in. We got the city. Look, hey, look, women riding motorcycles and stuff. All right, we didn't progress thirty whole years. Look. Holes on holes on motorcycles now. All right, look, flappers out here in the street. We in there dancing. We got dancers. We got suits, shoes, clean shoes and whatnot. <laughs> but y'all over here with your rifles and whatnot. Y'all here on the frontier. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! Come on, man. Hey. You got Billy the Kid running crazy in the 1890s. And y'all asses here. <laughs> y'all got the whole raccoon tail in the 1890s you know what i mean and you go into the 1920s hey man we need to go back to the 1890s man we ain't going back to no 1890s it's 1920 we got flappers and we got bath turtle brew and we got women that can vote <laughs> but 19 1890 dudes sound like an idiot in 1920 trying to tell everybody to go back we ain't going back to that shit, Frontier, eating roadkill with your little spray BB gun. We not going to eat raccoon. <laughs> All right. So, look, it's the same thing as now. 1990s people trying to drag y'all back to their bullshit. And we in the future, we over here like, what? What are you talking about? Talk about going back to that. All right, now, nah, man, what do you want to go back to? Baggy clothes, too? You doing that, too? <laughs> yeah, you out there. Do, yeah, 1890s, they running around with kerosene lamps like this, lighting a lamp, going to the bathroom out there in the outhouse. 1920s, we got sewers and electricity. Let's go back to 1890s with this bullshit. Oh man, I know I I I was exaggerating. 
I exaggerate it slightly, but you know what I'm talking about. Come on. All right. So we can't go backwards. We can't go backwards, man. Y'all didn't just need to catch up. All right, let's listen to this Erica Badu-looking woman again and uh, see what she talking about. Let's see. Hopefully she can clear it up. Let's see what she talking about. Erica Badu, you know this woman been ran through. All right, but she's a cutie. And women be like, I, I ain't his maid. I don't want to serve. Okay. Well, if he got everything, what do you think he need from you aside from some pussy? And it's pussy everywhere. That's why men don't mind buying pussy. Men don't mind buying pussy. They don't mind buying it. And the reason why most men don't mind buying pussy because it comes with less of a headache when you pay for it. And the pussy be better when you pay for it. If you're paying for the pussy, it's good pussy. And it don't come with all of the extras. So put, your, put yourself in a predicament where he'd be like, I will buy this. I will pay for this service. And then he'll start compensating you for your services. Pay pussy, listen. When you're dealing with somebody that they, they got an agreement, he don't got to keep telling her shit. Now, that point right there, <laughs> that point right there, a lot of guys are figuring that out. I don't have to argue with you. I don't have to remind you what your place is. I don't have to put you in your place. There, there's no argument. The woman's going to cooperate. I, I want you to sit there and sit there with your hands in your lap. She's going to do exactly that. Now, a lot of guys are like, nah, man, you just need the whole masculine frame. Now, now I, I get both sides of the argument, and I'm not telling people to pay. But what I'm saying is there's guys now that can, there's women and men that are going, let's get to the agreement. I'll do what you want me to say as long as boom. And there's a lot of guys like, no, fight through that. Fight through her objections. You need to be a man and overcome that and fight through it. Every week, she's going to try to shit test you. You, you don't need the shit test. Men and women have come to the point where they are offering this. Now watch this. Watch this. This is what this is what 90s ninjas look like trying to drag y'all back after they see what happens right now. So you're in, so 90s dudes go to the future and you've seen the future and now you trying to go back. This is what y'all look like on the, on YouTube right now. This is what y'all look like. You seen what's going on. You didn't hop back into your Acura legend and you didn't went all the way. Now you're on YouTube like this. Mm. <laughs> this is what y'all look like. 90s ninjas, right? Talking to all that shit. We need to go back. We need to go back where Marty's like back where we need to go back. We need to go back. <laughs> We need to save it. We need to go back. And, and guess what you go back to? If you've ever seen Back to the Future is my favorite trilogy. Now, if you know what they go back to, what do they go back to? If you know what happens, because they know what happens, they go back. Now, what do they go back to? If you know this movie, you know going back is not the right answer. What do they go back to? Let's see if you guys know this. This is 90 Ninjas. Remember, this is how you're going to know. Don't go back. Go forward. All right, what do they go back to? They don't go back to the 50s. No, they don't go back. Yep, somebody got it. Somebody got it. They go back to the past, but what kind of past do they go to? Somebody got it. I'm, I'm going to see if somebody else gets it. All right. Yep, somebody else got it. They go back to a changed future. Somebody says an alternative past. 
What they go back to is an alternative timeline. They go back to the past. They eventually hear in this clip, they go to the future. But when they go to the future, the future is fucked up because the future is the future of this. So when they go, they go, oh, we need to go back. They go back to the alternative past because it's the past of this. It's, it's, it's mind. So you go back to the alternative past, which is the past from today, not the past from when you were there. So now it's fucked up. But when you go back, you're going back to the fucked up past. And it's going to be not the past. It's going to be the past that's fucked up already. Yeah. You go back to the alternative reality. You don't go back to what it was and just start over. You go back to a fucked up past. And then you go back to the past like, oh, shit. You see what I mean? That's what happens. So you can't just just skip on back. Can't just skip on back. You're going to if you skip on back, you got to reset almost everything. Everything. The past is corrupt again. The past is messed up. Yeah, your mom is a prostitute on the street and everything is normal. So that now we have that where the moms are now even even Halle Berry you would go back and Halle Berry would be on the version of OnlyFans or she would be a street hooker or a pretty woman. She wouldn't be the Halle Berry, the Halle Berry. She'd be, she'd be a street hooker. She would not be a movie actress, right? Because of what the future is today. And, and she in the and both of them already know what type of time it is. And then men 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 like to see. Men like to pay for pussy. A lot of them really do. They say that they don't, but they do. Especially when they pay for pussy from a single mother because it's like a charitable contribution. You get to see what the fuck she did with the money. You get to see the children on the internet. They hair be cutting shit. They got new shoes on. Like, And women. All right, so there you go right there, guys. Um, it, You know what I mean? Like, you, if, if you really wanted to go back to the 90s, I, I, I suggest let it go. It, we're not going there anymore. We're going to a very, very different, different day where what used to be in the closet and in the dark is now coming out in the light. People have to make tough decisions. What part of this are you going to interact with? But what's clear is we're not changing women. We're not changing them. Can we change men? That is even very difficult. Some men don't want to be changed. Some men don't want to put in the work. Some men would rather go direct. And these people are meeting in the middle. Some men, uh, some women don't want to wait. Some women do want to wait. But what women are wanting to wait? The women who are already ran through. The common, common thing you're seeing of women saying, hey, can we go back? You sound like 90s ninjas because you want to go back. Can you set your whole meter back? Can you set your mileage back? Can you set the fact that you're a single mom back? No, they don't want to do that. They just want to go back to where it's convenient and a little bit easier, but it's too late. You're going back to an alternative past. You're not going back to the past, which was. Anyway, let me get to all of these contributions, and then we're going to be headed into the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Feminism is too, yeah, feminism destroyed. Uh, the communitas destroyed. We're not going back, all right? We're not going backwards. Where are we at? Uh, let's get to, uh, I'm going to double team this tag team, this cash apps and super chats and all of that. Mo says if, um, 
If Lamar Jackson keeps this up, he's going to be the next Kaepernick, without a doubt. He's going to mess himself up. Roberto Moreno, Lamar Jackson needs Steve, uh, Scott Boris. Yes, he needs an, he needs somebody on the inside. One thing the community has to understand is uh, this idea that we can kind of do it ourselves and keep our own investments. It, it's not working as long as you're using their stadiums and their league and their contracts. No. You need to have your own league if you want to do it the way you want to do it. Other than that, these owners, which a great percentage of them are, are from the same tribe, forget it. Forget it. Can't do it how you want to do it. Shout out to Jay Smith. Hit the damn like button for all this work, at least. Enigma WPG, respect coach, your information got me out of a bad marriage. He says, now I found an old romantic interest and a former girlfriend's daughter on the junior college, and they're all monetized. Conventional dating is over. It's over. I know people, there's still people that will date. Uh, most of them all up in their 40s and whatnot. There's some 20-year-olds, and, and they're doing their conventional thing. I, I get it. But he just said he found an old romantic interest and a former girlfriend's daughter at the junior college. I've been telling you, it is what it is. No government name. I know an ex-ex who went to private Catholic school from kindergarten to high school. As soon as she turned 18, she instantly started selling peace leave with the full-on PIMP. Very, very common. I'm I'm learning a lot because I'm at the junior college. I'm hearing these girls' story. I'm like, wow. Shout out to Michael with the co-sponsorship. He says, uh, part of my tithe goes to God's profit. Thank you. Uh, shout out to you, man. I appreciate that. I need money, says. Uh, he says, Marcus, our coach, he says something for the insurance fund. I know, man, they out here graping people. And then Jones G says, shout out to CGA University out here speaking facts. What I do is speak facts. I don't hope for anything. All right, Blue Baggins. There's 304s on dating sites like, quote, I want someone to call me on my BS. Meanwhile, I'm at the junior college and I got money. That's the point the woman was making there. Uh, there the, 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 day, the days where many men will put up with BS are over. You don't have to do it. So that was that woman's point. Like you're on a dating app. I need a guy that will tell me no. I won't listen, but you're going to have to tell me no and put me in my place. Man, please. Mm. Please, like who would do that? Well, a real man would put a woman in his place. Who's going to do that? Like how many men are going to do that? Like she said, pay peace leave listens. I've never had a person that came to the junior college and told me what the hell she was about to do. Never. I've never, I experienced only one bad situation. And it was a straggle daggle. And I, I was like, I don't even know why I went for that straggle daggle. Yeah, what a real man want, needs to know how to handle me. Dude, guys don't have to do that no more. Right? He needs to handle me at my worst or to have me at my best. Nobody going to do that shit now. Nobody doing that. What Generation Z dude doing is doing that? <laughs> All right? No Generation Z dude is doing that. No, you don't have to put up with it. You could just skip, skip all of that shit. And these people are red flags anyway. They're 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 hurt and, and bitter women anyway. Shout out to Jet Li. 
We're going to call you Brandon. He says, for the free agent lifestyle. Thank you, brother. There was a time where you had to do it, right? And so the, the 90s dude's like, yeah, you got to do it. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have to do that at all. All right, shout out to my man, MC, uh, Blue Baggins says there's, oh, I'm sorry, MC Hamster says passing ish tests is like passing the census. Yeah, don't have to do it. Now, listen, it's not all good and gravy over there as well. There's all kind of bullshit that you got to put up with over there. But those days over, man. The old alpha dogs. And look, let's just be honest about these so-called alphas. These so-called alphas are some of the biggest liars out here. Most of them at best be with single moms. Most of them at best be marrying, remarrying, repackaged, reheated ass women. Some of them be stepdaddies. Some of them out here ain't banged a woman over seven. And let Anthony Johnson tell it. Some of them over there like to sell their booty hole too. So I don't even want to talk about these fake ass alphas. All right, you got alphas that I, there's a go to Anthony Johnson's Twitter. If you want to see there's some so-called alphas out there listening to another one talking about increasing the size of a salami. And man, I don't I can't even deal with these people, man. <laughs> Come on. These alphas are questionable. Alphas mad questionable. I've never, ever once said anything about alpha on my program. I'm not an alpha podcaster. All right. I, I've been talking about masculinity. I've never once said I'm an alpha. So don't even, you know, I know a lot of new people come on here. I'm not an alpha podcaster. I'm actually against alpha. And the definition of alpha is top one. The dude. There's not a pack of alphas, <laughs> right? There's a there's an alpha. There's an alpha. There's not a pack of y'all ninjas. All right. If, if you want me to test the theory, okay. If you want me to test the theory, because there's a lot of dudes walking around here like they alpha. Okay, cool. All right. Let's put all of y'all in the stadium in the Coliseum right now. Roman Coliseum time. I bet you there'll be one of your asses that walk out. All of y'all ain't walking out. <laughs> right? Yep. You see what I mean? That's that's the definition of alpha. So there's not a pack of y'all. The minute y'all think it's a pack of y'all, let's go slap box. Let's China. Uh, what's his name? Dana. Dana UFC. All right. Dana UFC. Y'all all alpha, right? Get in the cage then, ninja. Get in the cage. I bet you it's going to be one at the press conference and another one in the hospital. There's only one. <laughs> Talking about we all alphas. Ninjas sitting around. We alphas. We're going to just be sitting around smoking cigars. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. I bet you there'll be five dudes quiet and one dude talking. <laughs> all right. Real quick. We all alphas, right? As soon as you get in the room. One person stand up. Nobody in here got the best Bugatti in here. Nobody in here get the baddest hoes. Nobody in here can whoop my ass. There go all the alphas. Mm. Now, the minute you don't get up and knock the shit out of him, you a beta. If you don't knock the shit out of that dude, soon as he stand up and say that, you in the beta category. There go your alpha car right there. Talking about you alpha. <laughs> you a beta now. 
you should need to whoop his ass or get your ass whooped. Either way. <laughs> All right, please, with this alpha bullshit, man. Look. Yep, somebody says CEOs are alpha. Yeah, and do every day they get up with the sole purpose of screwing the shit out of somebody. Alphas get up with the with the sole purpose of screwing somebody out of their life, out of their life savings, out of their money, out of their business, right? Alphas don't get up and be like sitting up there. Alpha CEOs don't get up there and be like, okay, let's make sure everybody everything is fair. Everything's going to be fair. I'm going to make sure you have a fair agreement. Look at what look at what Lamar Jackson's going through. That's an example of alpha and beta. The mom's trying to pay alpha with some alphas. And what's happening? She realizing she's not an alpha. She realizing she ain't about that life. They're screwing him. They're screwing they're screwing her client over. That's what happens. There's no there's no communist alphas. The only communist alpha is the dictator. The commandant, <laughs> the commander, the fascist, the Fuhrer. Like that's the that's the alpha of the, the whole operation. Everybody else is under that. Y'all better learn. <laughs> Putin, the president. That that's the guy. <laughs> Everybody else is you're on some even shit. All right. Till somebody knocks the dude off the box. Yeah, the emperor. Until somebody do knock somebody uh, knocks that dude off the box, you're not alpha. You're moist. Just go ahead and moist your shit up. Put your Vaseline on. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Everybody, everybody can't be the alpha. All right, there's no there's no pictures of five alphas in the room. All right, whenever that picture was snapped, and if they all walked out together, they either had an agreement or they all were betas. <laughs> all right anyway it is what it is i want everybody to understand that as a man pursuing this alpha shit it ain't a mindset it's a you gotta prove you gotta prove your alpha alphas have always proved they're the alpha there's there's no a common agreement <laughs> we're gonna have a common agreement that we'll be the only alphas in the group man get that shit out of here man, man. That's that that is I'm going to tell you guys that is fantasy world. That's fantasy world. You guys come up with your button up shirt with your shirt buttoned down here with your taco meat out and your cigars and your fancy cars and your liquor and all that shit. And you think you're all the top dog. No, it's one. Is there's one solo uno primo <laughs> king leader. <laughs> Where we at, babe? Anyway, there's one daddy. There ain't all. We ain't all the daddy. Anyway, where we at here? We got our man, Mr. D. Browning. Shout out to you. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but 30 code. Shout out to you. All right. My man, uh, Lavelle says, new, quote, if you think you're lonely now, tune. All right. Yes. What is it? He says, if you don't, learn these truths now and uh he says they'll f up your life man they'll f up your life we don't want you out here messing up your life 
Henry Resilient. It's illegal to start your own league in the United States. The NBA and the NFL has a lock on sports here. Ice Cube used a loophole to start the big three. Um, well, the USFL, XFL, uh, you do have to have an agreement. These places have monopolies on you. All right, so it, I don't know if it's illegal to start the league, but you're going to have to have their agreement to start it. And yes, you're going to have to go to see the big dog. You're going to have to see the big dog. But they're not going to let you take over the NFL with these other leagues. They're going to be like, you playing in the spring. You're not going to play competing against us. Yeah. LeVar Ball, try a lot of people have tried, but they're going to make it uh, difficult. They're either going to buy you out. Look at Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is the definition of whether you like it or not. He alpha dog. A lot of people, even under the threat of losing his life, and he did not care. Study his study his approach. He did not care. He he pissed off a lot of people. Um, alphas have to be willing to piss off people. You're not gonna have friends. You better have people protecting your six, and you better go in there be cutthroat. He went in there and made everybody lose their money. He put people out of business and bankrupted them bankrupt their asses and even when he bankrupted him he he it wasn't like he was rich when he was bankrupting him he had some money but he was willing to lose his money and bankrupt the shit out of them like that's some that is crazy guts even when he was on a it was like it was like for him it was like i'm gonna be bankrupt or they're gonna be bankrupt whoa shit that is some most of y'all will not do that right now you guys got $5 in your pocket. <laughs> you won't boss up at all. You'd be like, nah, I'll keep this $5. And he was going against people that were essentially organized crime, right? It wasn't organized crime, but he was going against organizations who had agreements with each other to keep they shit in-house and keep it going and he went in on them oh my god like if you alpha you're one and there's 300 that's alpha and you take on all 300 by yourself at risk of losing your life that's alpha that that's that right there even if he loses you'd be like okay not no dude going, let's let's get in on the 300 and keep it cool so we can all keep it bossy. Not in my opinion. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm. So be careful with that, that, that mindset thing with the alpha thing. At some point, at, at every at every mark of this world, because you guys done got comfortable. At every mark of this world, men have always had to prove themselves to hold their spot. Up until recently, now you can just jump on the internet or rap records or records in general and say you're the man without proving anything. Now, there was a time going back to even before Christ, the Roman Empire, the Byzantine Empire, going into Greece, Egypt prior to that, going into the New World, sailing the seven seas, coming into somebody's land. All right, taking their shit, establishing your own domain, running through it, pioneer. You always had to come in here and prove your shit. 
If you lost, you lost everything. Now you can just jump on here banging on wax. Right, Ching Shang? And say you that dude. This is why I don't. The only closest thing I say is I'm the king of kings. All right. But that's in content. I ain't out here trying to take no dude's life. But I will take your spot and your audience. If they come over here. But when it comes to this, I'm not going to be out there thumping my chest out there in the middle of Las Vegas. I ain't stupid. <laughs> even in today's world, even in today's world, the alpha stuff is happening right up behind you, right up under your nose. But you better be careful with that. <laughs> I'm the dude and you walk outside. Tupac learned the hard way. He learned. He said he was that guy. He tried to go up and slap somebody. And then he realized, well, today you lose. <laughs> you go up and slap somebody that does killing for life. He does real killers, the realest killers. And you banging on wax, you slap a real killer. <laughs> now you're immortal. So I don't I don't push the alpha agenda. It's a marketing term. The alphas of the past had to actually prove it. But anyway. <laughs> All right. It says some real dangerous people. Yeah, man. There's some real dangerous people out here. You don't want to talk that shit. There's dangerous people talking, watching me right now, ready for me to slip up. Where are we at? Uh, no government name coach. You've been hitting. This week, talking about six-figure problems, he says if a broke person has stress, they should try walking a day in a billionaire's shoes. Yeah, man. He says, imagine having thousands of people and families depending on your decisions. It is real. Yeah, man. Um, uh, when you employ people, you, you, you have some real stress. So be careful when you have five-figure problems and think six figures is your answer. You will find out that a lot of people depend on you. Right. A lot of people depend on you and thus things do get stressful. Uh, Mr. Will Smith, speaking of Will Smith. Or W. Smith, Albright is in Reading, Pennsylvania. I, too, have a useless communication degree, 20 years in law enforcement, but I have a master's degree in emergency management. I'm playing the long game. Hopefully it's worth the investment. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. MC Hamster, the alphas live for his purpose, nothing else. That's what you should be living for, right? But uh, just know, man, um, you know, even when you live for your purpose, that doesn't mean people won't come after you. And if they come after you, you need to be prepared. You need to be prepared. They'll come after your spot, your audience, your, your, your whatever you've earned, whatever you worked hard for. So you better be on guard. All right, Enzo, for the inspiration. Thank you, brother. All right, and everybody be on their purpose. But look, if you're going to say a dude is an alpha because he's on his purpose. Yeah, I mean, that's alpha mindset, you know, but that that's not going to be enough. <laughs> that's not going to be enough. That ain't going to be enough, man. You got to you got to get more than that. But masculine, anybody can be masculine. Any man can go from beta or or chump to masculine. Uh, do I have all of these super chats to go through on the PayPal? I do. Bear with me. 
All right, AD Austin. Uh, well, we'll call you. We'll call you that. He says even alphas know they have to lay back and shut up for a little second so they don't get offed. Yeah, man. And you got to keep good people around you as well. So you got to be able to have that security. I've learned a lot going to Rome, uh, learning how they've constructed protecting themselves. Miles says, you're right, coach. The angry man does a great breakdown of the male hierarchy. Alphas can't exist in the same space without a fight. And they bully their way through life. Not just physical bully and not just physical fights. You have to move up the hierarchy. Even in the lion shit. Y'all want to be all lions? Lions don't sit there and smoke cigars and shit and let, watch the women and laugh at them going to do the kill. At some particular point, you're going to be laughing and sniggling as a lion and the other lion going to scratch the skin off your back. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And he says right here, if you've never confronted an alpha, you're not alpha or sigma. He says you're a sigma coach. Yes, I'm more of a sigma. All right. But yeah, if you ain't never walked up to nobody and be like, man, let me check you right here on the spot. I heard you said, listen, I've heard you said this about me. Like somebody talks behind your back. You confront them. I heard you said this shit about me. Let's talk this shit out or let's deal with it now. If you ain't never done that, you ain't alpha. <laughs> right? You ain't alpha at all. You got to be willing to do that. To straighten the shit out. Let's straighten this shit out right now. That doesn't mean you want to fight them. But that means you're willing to do that. And these people in the manosphere, the only person I've seen do that to me is just pearly things. No other of these alpha ass microphone holding ass people has ever done that shit. Oh, you know what? Myron was the other person. Myron was the other one. Everybody else tucked a tampon and said, I'm going to jump on my podcast, podcast to talk shit. That ain't alpha. <laughs> that that's not alpha that person is not an alpha if they had to jump on their podcast because everybody got poor everybody got phone numbers everybody know each other everybody got contacts everybody could jump on the phone right now and reach the other content creator if they wanted to but no if they made a video if they made a video and dropped your name on it and they went up there and put your name on the thumbnail that ain't no alpha that's a puss that person got a puss. That person wears tampons. For sure. There, there's no way that's a man. That's not a man. He ain't even masculine or alpha. Because everybody got everybody number. And if you really had smoke, you could get in touch with the person in a jiffy. As a matter of fact, you might live in a state where the person is right there in the same state and the person ain't willing to bust a grape in the fruit fight ain't willing to confront, ain't willing to stick up for their point at all. Literally living in the same state and they quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. That's why you can't respect them. That's why I don't respect them. Y'all should do a collab. I'm like, I'm sitting here in the same city. Same city. I'm in the same state. We in minutes of driving. Uh oh, but we gonna podcast? What the fuck? Nah, man. Nah. Nah, that ain't no alpha shit. That's some beta shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's what you have to think. But where we at? Uh, anyway, Newski says, go back to the talking stage for what? He says, I know what type of person you is in the first 25 minutes of talking to you. 
I'm glad feminism came and tricked them. Love it. All right. I'm glad fem feminism has been a blessing. I thought it was been a curse, but it's been a great thing because as it progresses, they open up avenues for you to be successful where you need to. All right. Here we go. No government names shared your talk. Comparing dudes getting poisoned and deleted in Colombia. No outrage with the lady dying in Mexico on the news CNN with my passport bros. And they were like, who is that? He preaching. Very great observation, coach. Indeed, indeed. Indeed, indeed. Thank you for sharing my video uh, because it's real out here in the field. We got a couple more. Shout out to Henry Resilient. He says, I would pay to see that debate or fight. And uh, Saint in the Center as well. Saint in the Center knew I moved to Vegas, and he immediately reached out, immediately. And he said, hey, you know, I got word that you're in my city. And he says uh, he's the, um, he's the uh, he calls himself like the Saint Ambassador or whatever of Vegas, which he's basically saying, this is my town. And instead of, like, this is my town, I'm going to create beef, and you here, and I'm a podcast, he reaches out and says, let's meet. That's some alpha shit. That right there, that's a man. That's a man. That, that right there is a man because now you cut the bullshit and you can get right to it. They ain't, they ain't going to be no shit. He was like, check in, come meet up with me. We going to dinner. We didn't jump right to the collab. We didn't talk about YouTube. We checked in. We met up. We greeted ourselves. He took me out. He flew. He took me out. He went to, he, he, he scheduled the thing. He's like, come meet up. And that was a, you know, that was a check-in. It was like, now you in my neighborhood. Let's get it what it is. Let's put it down. <laughs> but that right there is a way you greet people. That's serious. That's how you do business. That's how you greet people. And then you say, let me see where you at. Let me see where your head is. Let me see what your mind is. Let me see what you want. So you know, up front, <laughs> you know, up front. You're like, let's see what it is up front. We ain't going to have no bullshit. So that right there, that's respectable. But people know moved in and they quiet. They come fly in. Don't say nothing. Yeah. And know I'm right here. But it's respectable. You want to be respectable out here. You want to be respectable. You want to show people respect. He did not pat me down. <laughs> he did not pat me down. All right. He didn't check in. I didn't have to check in. But it's respectable. You Like real people respect other people. Real people respect them. It's like, look, I know what's up. I might not have you on, but I just want to let you know I'm around and out of respect. Some people, some people don't have no respect. No respect. And, and, and this is what dudes do, which tells me in your feminine, you think two dudes that disagree can't talk. You guys are acting like women in the comment section. Do not get me going on. I'm going to extend this another hour. You act like women in the comment sections. Well, he says this and he does that. Who cares? Like I just told you, Vince McMahon had a whole disagreement with everybody, but you can still come to the table. You don't have to agree and all of that shit. It's who's who. I'm a big dog. He has an audience. We disagree all the time. Doesn't mean you don't have to talk to the guy. That's pussy shit. That's female shit. Who cares? We're in the same lane. We need to have a conversation.
We agree to disagree, and we move it the hell on. Y'all be acting like some pansy mitches out here. I don't understand this with men today. You show respect. Respect is respect. You don't have to be on the same page to talk to somebody. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? We got to open. Yeah, man, you open, oh, man. This is crazy, man. Y'all be in here just because you don't like the dude. Who cares? All right. It's kind of weird with y'all be out here causing drama. You guys acting like, you guys acting like, you guys acting like women carrying on drama. You guys got to put that shit to rest. Got to put it to rest. Anyway, this ain't internet shit out here. Stop acting like women for real. Y'all be acting like women catfighting. And he says this and rawr. Rare and he's a hair and he does this rare, right? Come on, man. We ain't gonna carry that shit off the internet. I can disagree with a guy and be completely cool with the guy. And there could be dudes that agree with 98% of my shit, and he could be the biggest puss out here. I'd rather go with the dude I disagree with. I go to. I would rather hang out with the dude that we don't have no agreement with than to go with this coward that agrees but be talking shit behind and actually to preventing me from blowing up. I ain't gonna go do with that dude. <laughs> like what? Mm. Half the dudes that dis that agree with you, they just agreeing with you so they can set your ass up. All right, man. Look. You guys got to start looking men in the eye, be able to handshake, be able to have a good conversation, an uncomfortable conversation. Have an uncomfortable conversation with the guy. Hey, you know what? Then at the end of it, be able to go, we disagree and stand on your square. Move the hell on. Or if it's worth fighting for it, we're fighting for it. But everybody that agree with you ain't your friends either. All right, so you guys got to know that. Franklin says, uh, the day I stopped drinking, I already got that one. All right, shout out to you. And you get better that way as a guy. You get better when you're challenged. Let me challenge his, you know, that's a good for him. He reaches out, let me challenge his theory. And it also sees, let me see if you are a real one. Let me see if you're real. You talk that shit on the internet. Let's sit down right here and see if you believe all that shit. Right? That's real. But they be on the internet throwing videos and I'm in the same city. I'm in the same state. How does that make sense? Like, how, like, think about that. How does that make sense? And you know people in common. How does it make sense to put my face on the thumbnail and you in the same city? That's some coward shit. <laughs> that right there is trash male behavior. That's trash female behavior. Knowing, knowing I'm in the same town. I ain't never seen no clown shit like that. <laughs> right? What? All right, anyway. True black, the truth. 
He says, been there, done that, got into a beef with someone, came back the next day with a gift card for him and his wife. He said, I'll respect you forever. He says, I don't call myself alpha, but it is a mindset indeed. Thank you, brother. Yeah, but that's a mindset too. That's 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 appreciation. You see boxers go in there and try to kill each other, and they can somehow hug each other after the match. It's crazy. All right. Last one, Miles Morrow says, my closet college friend, and I don't agree on anything, but that made us respect each other. I think men need to go back to respecting each other. Not agreeing. The catfighting internet shit is dead. We need to go back to the point where we can go and respect each other. All right. I see these guys that are on the internet. They, they fire in videos. They're pulling out firearms on videos. I think this is the most cowardice men culture in the history of the world. It's a war of words behind the internet, keyboard warrior, keyboard gangster shit. And now we're pulling out firearms. And then it breaks down into a term of, well, you're calling Eclipse. It's really magazines. What happened to men? What happened to men? Everybody's an alpha behind the internet camera. And then when they get out in this real world, they ain't saying shit. Like, I, I mean, we got to put, we got to put some, we about to put some rules and regulations on this shit, right? We can't be all mad because somebody says something you disagree with. That's fine. But we can't also come on here with firearms, wave them around, um, and then, and then threaten the other person and then call ourselves tough guys and alphas and top G's and, and Kings and, and, uh, uh, Godfathers and all this shit. Yeah. It was a uh, Sneeko and yeah. Uh, Sneeko and the other guy like what now, nah, man, we're not going to brandish firearms at that point. We're going to meet. All right. If we need a mediator, we're going to need a mediator. Um, we're going to meet. Uh, if you want to bring your crew, we bring my crew. If y'all want to play that game, or we're going to do this like gentlemen, or we could get into some gangster shit. We're not going to keep doing this. I want men to understand this. You're not alphas on the internet. There's zero alphas on the internet. Zero. Yeah, I said it. There's none. <laughs> I mean, if somebody want to have beef with that, we'll have beef with that. But there ain't none. Uh, these guys in the weightlifting competitions, they used to do the, um, they used to do the, um, Somebody said Kimbo Slice. Well, Kimbo Slice learned he was alpha on the internet. And then he went into real life and it didn't work out for him. Right? Right? It, 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 he proved that he could be beaten and beaten pretty bad. CM Punk went to fake wrestling and went to real wrestling and it didn't work out. Right? So Brock Lesnar went to fake wrestling and he went to real wrestling and then he was knocking ninjas out. So it's a difference, right? <laughs> it's a difference. Um, um, but but in my opinion, I used to watch these bodybuilders on the internet. The bodybuilders on the internet uh, would do this as well. But the prop, the the good thing about what they would do is that they would see each other in these streets, right? They would go to these streets. They would, they would see each other in these streets. So the bodybuilders on the internet, who remembers these guys? I don't remember these names, but there was a Richard Pina, Pena. There was a Matt Truck and all of these guys, 
right? But they would they would talk that shit on the internet, but then they would go to these conventions. See, the red pill and the manosphere and any of these offshoots, even these tech nerds uh, that are beefing with each other, there's no place that we meet. There's no conventions. There's none of that shit. So you're never going to run into these people. And they're never going to see you in these streets. And you ain't never going to get caught up. So you keep talking that shit. But these guys, Richard Piana, yeah. But these guys that were the bodybuilders and they would get all these muscles on their body and they would be like, I'm the big dog, I'm the big dog. Well, there'll be a convention and they have their little stands and they'll have their posse. Well, then it got real quick, right? You had to you had to do some shit real fast or you would shut up. So then they start to getting and throwing fists and fisticuffs at these conventions because they was like, hey, you was talking shit on the internet. Right. And we're going to squat. We're going to settle it right now. You don't want to settle it. OK, it's going. So at that point. It got to the point where what happened? A lot of those Internet alphas were no more. They they couldn't talk that shit no more because it got real. And then they got real humble. They got real humble. Now, now you see bodybuilders. Now they humble. Because they know they're going to see each other. <laughs> They're like, well, I can't talk because I'm going to see you at the convention. So they start handshaking and they start, hey, we need to we, we need to act. Uh, there was another guy recently that got into a scuffle, kerfuffle with um another Internet dude. I can't remember their names. It was like a big boy, big boy, something like that. Big boy was one of them. And his crew ran up on the former crew member. Right now you can settle it. Jake Paul in the ring. Let's get the main event. Jake Paul KSI. OK, let's duke it out. But in the manosphere, which is the wussophere, everybody just talks shit on each other and nobody settles the shit. And it's even worse because everybody's a degree away from the next person. If you wanted to talk, phone right here. Everybody got somebody connected. You can get it popping. Um, you can meet up in the street. You in the same neighborhood, the same state. We could get it popping. Uh, you in my town. If you in my town and this person's on the podcast, it would have been simple. Put me on the podcast. I'm right here in the neighborhood. But did they do it? No, they didn't do it. That's why next time they put people on the on the thumbnail, it's some whoosh stuff. That's on some wussy shit. That ain't no alpha. You know what I mean? That ain't nothing. These people just posing and prodding. So if we're going to play the game, let's play the game. But we, if we're going to respect each other, let's get to the point where we respect. It's crazy, man. Yep. And then when you get in front of them, they be acting. Let me tell you, man, people have talked shit about me and I got right in front of them and I'm not intimidating, but they didn't say nothing in my face. <laughs> like, right. They said nothing. I've seen them. Somebody says, do you care when somebody's talking about you? No, because it doesn't affect me. But I often have found myself in these people's presence and they said nothing. Right. But it's not that I was going to do anything to them. But what I'm saying is nobody in this sphere has real beef. This is my point. And I want you to know this. Nobody in this sphere has real beef. What they have is jealousy at best. Yep. Even Hafiz. Yep. What they have is jealousy, which is a which is which is feminine. Nobody has real beef. So don't be like, well, this person's beefing with them. They got no real beef. They got jealousy, and and that's that's the tip of the iceberg. So if you see somebody's 
face on the thumbnail and they come at them, it's usually off some jealousy. They got no real beef. And they really have no real disagreement. They be firing lawsuits and suing people and doxing people. And they doing all the feminine shit. And they, 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 they doxing people and they reporting videos. They reporting videos and they doing shit demonetizing people. They ain't doing no damn real beef. It's all, it's all for clicks. It's all, I'm giving y'all the real behind the scenes. It's all jealousy at best. They ain't doing shit. And they never will. Manosphere, never real. And I don't want them to. So that's why I don't engage. You know what I mean? I might tell you the background, but I don't engage in it because it's more feminine and fake alpha than anything. They get up all in your face and they be shaking your hands. Oh, hi. How's it going? Or they hide behind their little other consecrators. It's all for the internet. They be acting more feminine than anything else. So never, never, never believe it's for, for real beef. Even if you disagree and you be like, you kick it with saying this in her. Yeah. Oh, well, well he, this, and not, who cares about all that? We're two men. We respect each other. And that's what it's about. <laughs> all that shit is corny. That's why you be like, you should collab with them. You should collab with that and debate with them and debate with that. What would debate? There's no debating. There's no debating. One person's going to use the other person for views, and it's all for the internet. <laughs> it's all for the internet. And they be in there with their editors, hiding their editors, cutting it up, putting the thumbnail up. Look, I did this. You didn't do nothing. You didn't do nothing. <laughs> yep, then your followers going over there and getting in the comment section. This internet thing, do not make it out to be no alpha stuff. Please don't. Please don't. Do not get it confused. But what I want men to be is masculine. Let's be men. Yep, it's show business. This shit is right here. R&B thugging. <laughs> R&B thugging. Where we at? King of Space. Hey, coach. 6'9 got caught slipping. You heard? Yeah. It gets real out here, too. So do not get caught slipping out here, either. Do not get caught. Yeah, we in the World Wrestling Federation. Look, let me check if we done here because I'm about to get it cracking for the rest of the weekend. It is what it is. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Yeah, we, let me see PayPal. Let me see PayPal. I got to catch a shower. It's messy out here. I don't know if that 6ix9ine thing is what it was, what it really was either. But, um, you know. I don't know why he's in 24-hour fitness either. Maybe his money short. I don't know. I don't even know what's going on here. But people have been saying, yeah, somebody said 6ix9ine got his ass beat. Yeah, when you don't have backup. But look, everybody gets caught slipping, so don't get be out here slipping. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Enjoy your weekend. Hit the like button on the way out. Contribute if you want after the show. And never believe these internet bullies out here. Shout out to the King of Kings and the King of Content Speaker Troop. And we out of here. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.